Welcome our new Patreons, boy! Oh! Fuck yeah. Is someone, someone come back? Yeah, we got Craig Brooks who's just joined, so shout out Brooksy. Um, he's in our middle tier one, so you'll get some merch and discounts to shows. Sick. And Brad Morrison has come back on board after our shout out last week. Yeah, He's back like at the top level. <laughs> so Brad Morrison, who might be listening to this at work, um, thank you for jumping back on. And John Gray, yeah. his shirt never came. <laughs> yeah, that's why. He- so he's dropped to a uh, standard hard yard. Um, Patreon, but fuck yeah, John Gray was the day one and he's jumped back on. I'll get and him. we are getting in touch with pa- Patreon to fucking get him his shirt. Regardless, I think I'm going to get it because of that stitch yeah. up. I think I'll give him one of the new ones because yeah. he loved that new design. Yeah. Uh, and I'll put it on the story soon because yeah. it's look and we'll do some more, but it's good. Yeah. So one with a swamp donkey on the front. Yeah. If people have, <laughs> if people have noticed, we've gone a little bit purpley. Yeah. Nothing to do with Freo. Nothing to do Just with Freo. Just this. Yeah. Every, Speaking like, of Milky Way and God's f- vagina. Our feed looked very, uh, yeah, purple. purple. So I went with purple. Also the colour of sexual frustration. This week, we are joined <laughs> by Dave Hughes. Dave Hughes. You know the drill, bro. What do we talk about? Mm? Oh, sweet. You don't know the drill. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, we- what are we talking about? What, what's happening now? Well, this not, is the pre-roll. <laughs> this is the introduction to the pod. So just go, we spoke about... We spoke about stuff. Yeah. yeah Mostly yeah. me. It was yeah. wonderful. I, yeah. I think most of your episode should be about me. It was, yeah. j- mate, shockingly, uh, not, it didn't go where I was anticipating. Yeah, was we talked about your writing and stuff for the project and a few TV shows, but. Lots of banter. Then about halfway in. Oh, my goodness. We switched gears. To ayahuasca and homelessness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is <laughs> a. Real fucking interesting. So mate. after all the fun banter, it gets fucking Deep, yeah, because any specifically uh, some of the comedians in town that know you well will get a fucking big insight into your life, and then also um, anybody that's been a week can't have a listen to this. And, and maybe you should uh, listen to go see Hackman before you listen to this episode. Because <laughs> definitely, are you guys going to put a ha- the Hackman clip up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the whole thing up. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll thing up. He won't. He won't. And care. Patreon. So Squirrely is Hackman, and uh, it is yeah. You might need to James see a Hackman, bit of James Hackman as a bit of a reference for some of the. Jokes. I feel like you also need a clip of him at his finest as well, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I think they've seen enough of yeah. Squirrel. It is finest. Yeah. They all get it. But. And um, we, um, if you are a Harry Potter fan, you're going to love <laughs> this episode. <laughs> um, My but- first writing job, <laughs> in fact, was uh, coming up for the Harry Potter premise, apparently. Bullshit. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I thought he was about to do like Harry Potter special. Um, all right, guys, and cheers, uh, Lucky Duck Racing. We talk a little bit about that if you're into. Um, Racing and, yes. and horses and, and jumping on board as an owner. Not nothing to do with betting, just owning a horse and, and partying. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone wants to sponsor, hit us up. Mm-hmm. But for now, let's get hard. Let's get hard. Uh, I'm not saying that. No. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. <laughs> Anything Chris White says, please <laughs> disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Jelby. And Cameron Brand. I would do this and then I'd gong. <laughs> Free in attendance. For the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get home. Caught in the toilets with his teammate's wife, his best mate's wife at a table function. Oh, you don't know who Wayne Carey is. Oh. <laughs> and then he lost his captaincy, he got traded, 
Um, then he fucking went to America, glassed his misses. Then uh, he and he's and he's still on Channel he Seven. Was still on Seven. <laughs> yeah. um, then he fucking, you know, just because yeah. he's <laughs> yeah. just because he's the greatest, one of the greatest football players of all time. But that's the thing. That's the currency. Yeah. yeah. If you're good at something, it really doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. This is what we were talking about the other day with Corey with uh, Novak being one of the greatest sportsmen of all time, but yeah. still not getting that same dispensation that. For some reason, Wayne yeah. Carey gets. Yeah. And his was turning down a jab. <laughs> yeah. And being a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> and a model fucking, you know, citizen yeah. who just stands up for himself. Anyway. But um, Carey then got caught at the Crown. <laughs> it's so funny. So he's, he's, <gasps> at, he's at the Crown Casino and gambling and a bag of powder fell out of his pocket onto the table in a, like in a little baggie. Mm. And he said it was crushed up anti-inflammatories. <laughs> So to deal with exactly <laughs> to do to deal with um, football injuries. So yeah. Hey, look. If it, it, it uh, we chatted about this last week. If yeah. He, if he's like the player he is, the player he used to play, like you know, he's going to be sore all the time. And I can attest to I used to eat uh, anti <laughs> anti-inflammatories like lollies. That's why my guts is fucked. Did you I ever crush them up and yeah. keep them in a little bag? <laughs> Never did that at all. So that's yeah. why I'm yeah. like I used to had the Advil little jelly bean things yeah. and just pop them like. I'd have too many. Now yeah. I can't eat meat, so how well, good? <laughs> it's so when? funny. It's so funny, um, people's excuses when they get caught with drugs. So Kerry said it's anti-inflammatories. Yeah. Fucking, there was a politician in England, I don't know if you saw this, they got caught with coke and they said when they get nervous, they they have dandruff and they scratch their hair <laughs> for, a, for a release. Are you fucking serious? Nah, dead serious. Before, uh, the week before I got there at Edinburgh, someone got caught as a politician and said, when I get anxiety, I, I have dandruff and I get a release of stress by scratching my hair. And then I catch it in a bag <laughs> yeah. and then I put it on a line, yeah. on a table. And, and like, I chop it up with a card. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, yeah. And, and I then I snort it because I wanted to go back into my scalp eventually. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to lose Fuck. my hair. That's oh, better like maybe getting caught with Bicky's just going, no, no, I just, when I, when I need to exercise my jaw, uh, I take this special tablet. That would be like being caught as a pedophile and, be, <laughs> and saying, it couldn't be me, I can't sweat. <laughs> my head's always Oh, sorry, I probably kicked him a bit or something. Yeah. Uh, that's fucking great. Yeah, it's so funny seeing the people with fucking excuses when they get done with a bag, eh? Oh, it couldn't be me. Um, speaking of, so well, is that what- start with it. Let's yeah. start with the, the submissions. So is that what you did? Like, I didn't quite read that. I just that put, um, on, the topic is Wayne Carey. Okay, so-, so uh, only one I've seen that got in, I don't know if he got more, well, Gareth McCain sent one. All right, cool. And so then Cody audio. Lynch has sent one and it's fucking, it made me laugh, like okay. nearly cry. So I haven't listened to this. All right. So Gareth, so Gareth if, this is, if this is shit, we're leading with this. If it's good, Wait, what, 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 what are you start? Hey? So I, I put uh, so we're going to do each week yeah. hard yarns, joke of the week, okay, for a little while, see how it goes, right? Because right. I lo- when I watch potties, I love when people have called in or left a voice message, right? So I said, send us a joke on Wayne Carey, and okay. you've not screened these. He hasn't screened it yet. <laughs> I just thought it. I'd like my initial reaction to see. All right, all right. So it's on Bluetooth. I'm pretty certain. So hopefully this goes okay. Okay, dead air. It's all right. It's this is the joke. It's not even playing, even though it's got play. Okay, Sick. so that's dead air. I'll try and figure this out in a second. Should are you connected? Yeah. Well, I'll read Wolfie's one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he sent one. Well, I wrote one, and he goes, "I've made it better." <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he goes, 
Don't say that. Don't. Say <laughs> <laughs> he goes. I just made it better. Well, can we hear the first draft? Yeah. So mine was. Um, I, I wrote. Um, Wayne Carey got caught with anti and claims it's anti-inflammatories. I'm like, buddy, you're in Perth. Even though you did buy Coke, you actually got anti-inflammatories. So he thinks that he's got it, um, and he spent 400 bucks on anti-inflammatories anyway. So Wolfie goes, I've got that, but I've I've, I've uh, shortened it up for you. <laughs> okay. Um, where is it? Okay, there we go. I won't do it in his voice, though. You're right, Delby. I wasn't connected. Yeah, he goes, he goes, 400 for... 400, 400, <laughs> 400 for a bag of anti-inflammatories. Welcome to Perth, Wayne. See you've met my dealer. He also does very good deals on bags of sugar. No, I was like, you should say creatine because creatine is an anti-inflammatory. He goes, this is how smart Wolfie is. He goes, yeah, I was going to say flour because flour is quicker. I was like, I love how his brain works. Um, good deals on bags of flour. I hope this works again because that was dead air before. Look, it says pause, but it's not playing. I don't care. All right, well, his is dead. Sorry, try, Gareth. Try, um, oh, you're the one you just sent me. Yeah, you forwarded me a, a message. Okay, so Delby. This is go. literally the, the brand new segment and <laughs> Branch is the tech guy. So the thing that I find funny with the Wayne Carey situation is his excuse for having a little bag of white powder on him and that was that it was actually just anti-inflammatories that he crushed up to sprinkle on his food <laughs> like isn't that just the dumbest fucking shit you've ever heard you know like I've never seen that on MasterChef you know like no nonna has that in her recipe you know just like I'm making this gnocchi with love and ibuprofen. <laughs> you know? Like, I've never been eating a linguine and thought, you know what this needs? Aspirin. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry for appropriating your culture just before Delby. Thanks, guys. Cheers. So that is Cody Lynch. <laughs> He's good, eh? That's why I didn't send it to you off the pod. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that. So Cody Lynch used to do stand-up. I don't know. Ibuprofen. I don't know. It's an ibuprofen. <laughs> so Cody used to do stand-up um, a few years ago. I thought he left the country. I, a, I reckon he's a great comic. He's a great joke writer. Um, and he just disappeared. And I thought he left the country, but he had a baby. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, he goes, I was like, fuck, man, are you back? He goes, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I thought you left. He goes, no, I had a baby. How was the baby? Saying, like eight? Or not? <laughs> yeah, no, the baby would be two, I think, now, yeah. maybe. So, but very, I think Cody's, Cody's hilarious. So is it time to come back out of the house? Yes. Yeah, so he said he's going to slowly... Tuesday nights, he's going to get down to Experimental, ACC. Oh, nice. Good place to start. Oh, yeah. I went there on, hey, it was her first birthday yeah. the other day. It was good. Speaking um, of babies. Speaking of babies, yeah, it was fucking, it was good there. Yeah. You did very well as well, David. Thank you, sir. It was fun. Mm, yeah. Um, fun. Uh, you've been gigging a shitload as well. It's two yeah. years since you- It's two well, years. Was it was two years on my birthday. Yeah, 40, so. 40 years old. What, yeah. how, Thanks a week for bringing ago? that up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, year ago? yeah, 17th or whenever that was. What are yeah. we now? Yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. well yeah, last, done. Last Saturday, there we go. So it's been two years since I opened for Wolfie and Pinder. Yeah, yeah nice at, the, at the Comedy Lounge. Yeah. You'll be looking at getting a headline spot soon at the Comedy Lounge, the way they're going booking at the moment. They've only started booking me, like Johnny booked me about six months ago for the first time in about a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy days. Yeah, it's been fun. Doing it again next weekend, actually. 
Uh, what date's that? Second and first. No, 30, 30th okay. and first or whatever it is. Yeah, or? yeah, 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 30th and first. Mm. I'll be there in two weeks. Yeah? Yeah, everyone's getting spots lately. Really? Uh, what, yeah. uh, headline, like just a... I don't know, yeah. Whatever. I yeah. still haven't headlined. MC? Don't know. Yeah, interesting. Spot, mm. yeah. Still, um, still working towards that goal. Of, of, of headline So headline at Comedy Lounge Is one of your goals hey Yeah And you still haven't done it But you sort of headline every week really Like uh, with Sunday singles No, no, no you don't That's ha- just me hosting a show Okay Well t- tell them No you don't tell them You just wait You just work at it you yeah. say, Well yeah. you cunt yeah. <laughs> well, You bring it up on podcasts on the sly Yeah 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 And then it just then gets back a, to them somehow Start a little uh, uh, underground petition But it's funny how it works though Because that was on my list Like beginning of the year It was on my list to be Like just have support spots there Yeah I wanted like I think I, I said on the list I was like minimum of three before Christmas Yeah mm-hmm. And I think this one's the fourth coming up Nice mm. Oh well you're done You might as well retire Yeah I just fucking <laughs> I'll, I'll tap out now <laughs> uh, uh, We haven't even introduced Hughes oh, yeah. properly Sorry yeah So uh, I guess a lot of people will listen So they'll see the name And they'll go Dave Hughes <laughs> yeah. He gone Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, This is David Hughes yeah, Posha. Uh, Posha. Yeah. He's, uh, we've had him on, um, what was it, like two years ago? With yeah, it was a while. It was at your old place. Well, it was you was it you just after you gigged or just before you did the No, I think it was after. Gig. I think I'd done a few by then. I think yeah. I'd maybe done about five or six. Or Pin- Pinder versus God is one, still one of my favourite oh, yeah. clips Fuck. that we've ever had. That was fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll try and reshare it. I like, we should do more role play as well on here. Yeah. I like watching um, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee role, role play. Have you seen any of that? Bad friends? Fucking. Maybe we can, uh, later on, in the, we can get him to be God again. Because yeah. he's very good at God. Yeah. <laughs> but it was impromptu. Yeah, God's a cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God is a cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, thanks for the coffee, Delby. We had to go through McDonald's because it's the, 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 yeah. the day of. Day of mourning. Mourning. Yeah, small businesses are mourning the profits that they're losing. <laughs> I thought you went That's through McDonald's you. because of the Monopoly thing. Mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, but I'm going to peel this now. Did you peel my... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought it, so I get it. I was going to peel it oh. on live. Did you do anything? He was literally sat no, there peeling no, it, no, just no. going like, this is a problem for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a problem for me now. Yeah. I said to Dave Hughes, I was like, whenever there's Monopoly, I have more Maccas, and I get fatter because if I was just going to go for like a... A small coffee. Yeah. I get a large. Just to to get the extra. Oh, do you not get the things on the on the smaller ones? You get on a medium one yeah. or a large. Nothing okay. on a small. See, your problem uh, with peeling it back is different to my problem because I've got a foreskin. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, but it's, it's, oh, that's it is the an most issue. disgusting reference I've ever made. Have you, have you both got back. foreskins? Nah. No, you nah, haven't. I'm a gonopoly. He's yeah. got. He's got. I've, I haven't got one either. Jamal, yeah. do you have a foreskin? Of course. Of course. Of course. They already <laughs> colonised me. They can't take everything. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh fuck. Um, so you've been like right. You've been writing on a. Is it a, t- a TV show? I don't really know what anything about this. I just seen uh, um, a couple of things. We like to research, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just oh, yeah. well, I started writing on the project recently. Oh yeah, so I did see that a couple of months ago. How's now. it going? Is it going to be picked up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope they decide to. It's good. It's it's pretty full on. Though. I wasn't um, I wasn't expecting it because when I when I came on with them, it was like casual and doing like a maybe like an episode a week for a couple of weeks. And yeah. now I'm doing like. Four-ish. How does it work? Tell us the behind the scenes. This is always such a fucking spin out to me. Yeah, because is this writing the the monologue, opening monologues? Yeah. For the Are you writing or? jokes for Carrie Bickmore? Like, how do you find her voice? Yeah, uh, it's um, <laughs> we write jokes for whatever comedians on. So it's usually like say Hellier or someone like that. That's okay. so crazy. That that blows my mind. That it's never them. 
I mean, you it know? is. He still does his own stuff too, but we just give them because we'll research in the in the ah. first half of the day. We re- research the topics that we're gonna they'll use in segments. They call yeah. them like chat options. Mm-hmm. So we'll just fucking look everywhere on the internet and find something that's happening that isn't you know something that you can't fucking talk about or write about that you can't yeah. make light of. So if you see anything relating to death or like the Queen stuff, any of that, we can't really mm-hmm. play with that. But the other stuff, we'll find stuff that we can um, can use those as topics and then we'll just write jokes on them and then send them to him. And How do I get this job? I love this, man. Well, you I was need to this, stop. <laughs> I was doing this every day in Edinburgh Fringe. It's a competition. You get given a topic, you write a joke, and I won every time. You need to uh, stop telling jokes that are not PC. Oh, so I have to be... A shit comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no. they'd, they'd be pretty PC, hey? They have to be careful. Mainstream media. I mean, they do by the time they get to the desk. We can basically yeah. pitch whatever we want. But and then I, they can refine I'm it. I'm fairly sure if all my options were just sort of <laughs> things that they can't use, then they probably wouldn't use me. Yeah, and yeah. How, do you get paid per joke? No, we get paid per episode. Yeah, what? Right, so yeah. regardless if, if, you, if there are jokes yeah. you use or not. yeah. How, do you How s- much do you get paid? <laughs> <laughs> How do you get your CV for that? Is that because of all the Mock the Week stuff you did? Yeah, Mock the Week and like, have I got news for you? Yeah. But basically, I gave them all my TV credentials. And they just go, yeah, they yeah we'll use you. Got, got me for an interview and then went from there. Yeah. How does cool. an interview work like that? Because if you're writing jokes, mm. yeah, what do you do? You go, yeah, here's some, some <laughs> Here's something I prepared earlier. earlier. <laughs> you, have, you have the CV to prove that you've done it. Yeah. You haven't been doing it for like, yeah, I've been doing it for years now. Yeah. Um, but I think the interview is basically just like, just to see what you like. Just yeah, to, right. You, know what uh, I mean? like yeah. you still have to be part of that team. There's, there's always, there'll be like two head writers on and maybe like two or three other joke writers. And then you've got all the other people putting shit together. I guess they just want to make sure that you're not a complete fucking bellend and they can stand to have you oh, as part man. of the team or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm in somehow. So yeah. <laughs> how does it work? Do you write jokes? Um, you have a, do you have like a set, a deadline? And, and a certain amount yeah, of jokes. Yeah, the, de- the deadlines for this in particular, like with other shows, it's not quite, because this is this goes out every day. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, 6 p.m. basically their time, 4 p.m. for us, everything yeah. has to be fucking finished and done. Mm. And the chats can switch up all the time. Like sometimes we'll lose one and they'll just be like, oh, we, we, we're not doing that anymore. That's scrapped. Yeah. So this is the new topic. We need, That's like, awesome though, because anything that gets scrapped, you can just use on stage. Nah, not really. Nah? Because one, you're not writing in a stage voice. You're writing yeah. for you're writing for a TV. You're writing for a panel. Yeah, it's you know it's it's more like the sort of dare I say it, it's kind of like the the cheesier type of sh- stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you watch those shows, you know what that voice is like. You you wouldn't imagine taking any of that stuff and putting it on stage. Yeah, yeah. No, I just don't think it would work. You know yeah. who would do that? Hackman. <laughs> Squirrely's new did character. You, did you I, hang got, I watched some of it, and then basically he did. What was the first fucking joke? This that guy did? gets this it. This guy gets it. This. But oh. Before that, it was. Um, I've been dating her for six months now. I think he should use that his voice like that on his normal set. It's deep. Oh, no, yeah, it's you deep. Got, yeah. How you going? Yeah. It was. Like, I fucked your mum, and this, and he goes, "Thanks, Dad." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, "Okay, this is. I get it, and I'm leaving." Now get, <laughs> now get out of here, Dad. <laughs> Mate, I don't know, like, because knowing Squirrely and knowing what he's like, yeah. I, I don't know if that made it funnier to me. Or I, well, it's I, painful the, for me because watching, I, I, I get it, right? I yeah. Get, I get it. But it's painful watching it because I'm like, the rest of the audience don't know what a fucking great comic oh, is. That's, what, so I'm, good. And that's, and that's what I mean. Like, I felt weird. I, I know. I, I was I know. loving I, it, but I was It yeah. was really well written. 
Just that's watching that. Oh, yeah, he's he's gone. What's all the hack jokes and annoys me because some of them I have. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, I wrote it after I watched the set. I go, man, you might be getting a headline spot of the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's two swipes, bang. <laughs> I go, um, yeah. I was like. Fuck, man, like the way he's written it, he's got all the hack jokes. He's done double callbacks, triple callbacks yeah. on hacks. Yeah. And he's put together this set of a fucking great <laughs> hack jokes. And it's so This guy hack. gets it. It's so hack, <laughs> but it's still funny. But it, for a comic watching it, you're like, oh my God, this is all that fucking hack punchline. We should and get Hackman on the pod. It was so, I thought it was painful. I couldn't watch it. It was yeah. so I was crying. I was crying because uh, only because of the context of I know how good Squirrely yeah. is and like his his normal. I thought that comedy. was his best set ever. <laughs> <laughs> Way better than his actual material. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. It was yeah, I I good fun. Yeah, I just typically I don't keeping... go in for that character stuff. Like whenever someone does oh, yeah, a character yeah, yeah. does the I don't know music stuff, whatever the thespian shit. I'm just music. like, eh. yeah. well, <laughs> like, we already talked about it. And yeah, it's yeah. not that I don't. Yeah, like I appreciate it. Yeah, like and I respect the hell out of it, especially like the who's rhyme thing, like we talked about earlier. Yeah, mm. like. That's very few people can do that. Mm. And when I watch it, I'm just like, fuck, this is amazing. It's just not something that I would choose to do. Yeah. yeah. As in, I, I can't do, do it. Or go to. Well, well, that was the thing. Like I said, yeah. beforehand, if you'd asked me about it, I'd be like, oh, you know, it's, I wouldn't go and see that. And then I saw them do it at that Regal show that we did. That was the first time I'd ever seen it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck me, this is incredible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. I think that's my big ticket item um, to the next level. Yeah, is, is going to be the Who's Rhyme show, and I know you hate that that you have to do that rapping and the and stuff like that as a part of it. It's, it's, well, I don't it's, hate that I have to do it. I hate what people say after. Oh yeah, they don't say anything about you coming to say the rap was amazing sort of thing. No, or? no, no. I hate that comics go. Oh, you just fucking rap. Oh, oh so yeah. I hate that thing. Like I love doing freestyle. That's because a jealousy thing, mate. For me, it's a new. It challenges the neurons in my brain each time I perform. I hate repeating. Like I like doing my old jokes that I know work. Yeah. I like doing a joke that works because it's a great feeling of euphoria. Yeah. You're fucking self-serving your ego. You're like, yeah. this is a great joke. But if you, you do that all the time, mm. it's like doing fucking MDMA every single day. Eventually yeah. the dopamine drops. Yep. But when you're freestyling or riffing like Legacy does, mm. every set is exciting because for my ADHD brain, I'm feeling this fucking need where I'm like, what can I do? How can I How can I hit that serotonin boost? Because if I fucking hit a freestyle line that I've never used before and it crushes, mm. I know that I can replicate that feeling with a whole different set of, of um, a, a different context or a different topic. Yeah, okay. So I love it, yeah. but I just hate that the hack, the the flack that it gets from mm. from people going, oh, let's just but fucking. As Branchy said though, that's a lot of that is just jealousy. Mm. Yeah, it's just people seeing you do something that they know that they can't do. Yeah, like and I when I watch it, it's the same, but it's like, <laughs> no, it's not. I know like, yeah. I still have the respect for it. I just yeah. go like, oh, that's something that I can't do, don't aspire to do, but I can appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. I feel like he's he's gotten to a so point where he's just guys. like having fun with, like it's an experimental comedy. Room that one specifically. I know he's. I think he's done at the lounge, hasn't he? Or Gong or hey. Hackman? Oh yeah, <laughs> I think so. Oh, but I'm like, not sure. that was the first time I'd ever seen. Because oh, it. it's experimental. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That room is for experimental. But I was giving him so much shit before going fucking character based comedy. It's all. It's the lowest form of comedy. <laughs> not as low as my comedy, but <laughs> it's pretty fucking low. But and then after I was like, mate, I, funny. I, I had good fun watching that. <laughs> well, it's funny. It has to be elite. Or or not? This guy Sasha gets Baron, it. <laughs> Sasha Baron, his com- his yeah. character comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, is elite. 
Yeah. Bruno is one of my favourite characters of all time. Oh, yeah, because when we went to see him yeah. um, at the secret show, yeah. the first night apparently – did he – I went to one of them. I think it was the Thursday one. But again, Which was my, the good one. To my point, I'd never yeah. liked that shit. I yeah. don't, I don't, again, it's, you know, the character stuff, oh. that fuck, I don't like it. And then I saw it and I was like, this is good. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's the, that tribal thing as well where we're all together and yeah. we're appreciating one thing at the same yeah. time. And then it's, it's like an in-joke with everybody except for the person that's getting yeah Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we, uh, yeah, the second night or whatever it was, second the first night, night apparently what, it, that Bruno one wasn't that great. Like he's working and feeling through yeah. some of the jokes, but mm. the second night he'd refined it. And I just, I just I'm assuming love, the third night it was even better. I love how fucking smart he is to bring out people's prejudices without them even knowing. He's <laughs> so disarming as Bruno or as Ali G or as whoever he is. Like – Fuck, Ali G was classic, playing dumb. Ali G was incredible too because like when you think about how difficult it would have been to, like they would have, ha- he would have to have done everything way in advance before even going to air once with it. Yeah. as soon as people go to air with it the first time, everyone else is just going to be like, I'm not sitting down with an interview for this kind of Yeah. Because I know, like I know what it is. So it so had 50. Exactly. All wow. the, all the Ali G, I mean, I haven't looked into it, but I assume that's what they did. They must yeah. have gone like, okay, we're going to make this show, but we, we need to <laughs> yeah. do like fucking 50, 60 interviews first. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would imagine been, if it hadn't, hadn't worked. Exactly. All that dead exactly. footage. But fuck. And I, I, I heard a potty. Someone was talking about, um, Seth Rogen was saying the craziest thing, Sasha did was he was in character. It's, I don't know if you remember it. As Bruno, he goes to the beach and there's all the guys that, that are on spring break oh, yeah. and they're taking their shirts off and shit. Yeah. And they're all jacked and juiced up yeah, and yeah, drunk. Yeah. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And then he goes, okay, so say, I'm here on spring break. And they're like, yeah, we're on spring break for Austria Gay TV. And they're like, oh, Austria what? <laughs> and then they turn and they start chasing him. And what? he's like, we've got Sasha in uh, yeah, he's scared for his life. He's going into shops, but the whole time he's in character, like, ah, let me hide in the shop. Help me. I was just staying in character. Staying in character the whole time when he was being chased, going to get bashed. Oh, fuck. So, <laughs> but, um, Commitment. Yes. I, I remember our whole football club went for it, like it was some sort of function. We went, we got like a, a screening of Bruno. And I don't oh, think the, 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 yeah, I don't think the, the board, of directors knew what was going to happen. And then one of the scenes, that dick, that just go, Bruno. <laughs> Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> like, oh, this is not going to go well for you guys. But yeah, it was pretty yeah, I loved fucking it, hilarious. Yeah. But um, back to the project. So like at, so you, you, don't, you go by four o'clock and then they go, right, we're going to use this, this and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, then they mm-hmm. use it. And then all get, gets thrown away next day. Yeah, start, just again. start again, start again. Yeah, yeah. sick. I fucking. But it. that's not your only thing you write for, because you write for the dad. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing Ish. as much for them anymore. I okay. just can't be asked if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you do with that? Is that more of a just you just send it over, the same sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm contracted to do like twenty a week, so I mean, I still I still do it. I just it's still I, a fucking lot. I just I don't put the effort in that I used to. Like I used to, oh, I'll give them so the 20. dad. And this is just jokes. <laughs> if you're listening, the dad. <laughs> this these are jokes. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll tell them. <laughs> I, but I used to, yeah, I used to do like they'll send prompts as well, and then they'll send like branded stuff, and I would go all in on that, but. I don't know, like some of it's, if I'm being like really honest, some of it's just about money. Like it's about oh, yeah. replacing things that took up too much time with things that don't take up as much time to make more money so yeah. I can do more of the stuff I want to do. Yeah. I.e. spend time with my family, do stuff like this. I'm glad yeah. you said that as well. Like obviously it's good that you have time to do what you want to do. Like 
yeah. personal stuff, like go to the beach, fucking chill, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ends up being. But yeah, that was my goal, was to spend more time with my family. Because time is, I've said it before, it's the fucking, it's the biggest currency. Mm, and I just signed a contract with um, Match.com who have like, you know, Tinder. And Never heard of them. Plenty of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. I think they've got like all the big ones apart from Bumble. Yeah. Okay. So I do their. Maybe you can tell me how to use it because I'm. I yeah, can you give us some cheat, some cheat mode? Here's the thing I still like. The one app that they've got me pushing at the moment is an app called Stir, which is a, an American one for yeah. single parents. Whoa. So basically, they saw what I was doing with the dad and they've. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's not here though. It's not here because I oh, okay. ideally I would have the app so that I could like at least look at it, see how it like works and stuff. But yeah, okay. it doesn't matter too much because I just write jokes based on. Mm. Um, you could get a VPN and then an American Google. Yeah, and I can't be asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. And then you're not gonna- they'll send me screenshots of anything that I need, which is the thing that I, w- I want. I basically just want whatever the interface is. I just yeah. want that so I can like you know do fucking yeah. template me. I would be asking for market research. And then being like, you need to give me gold level and I would be matching everyone. <laughs> but if you and I would be going on every date that I possibly can. Well, you can't if it's not in Australia. Yeah, yeah you but I'm in the US every yeah. five yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, if you're asking for flights, just some market research. If you're going, mate, I think all you need to do is go on our TikTok because there's a fair few comments. The waiter is so beautiful. I love the Delby. Well, I'm not a single parent, so yeah, well, I'm just, doesn't help. There you go. I can help some people be single parents. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's a good idea for an app, man. Yeah, well, that, well that, that's going to be a big one. you can bring one. your kids and have a play date at but the, the very least. Even like, isn't that a thing though? Isn't, isn't it an option on Tinder? I think you can reg- you can put like single parent as a, a part of your Thing. Yeah, I'm, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've got that on mine. As Actually, soon I, as I mine's s- deactivated, I don't use it anymore. I just, yeah. it's I'm just gonna be honest. Shit. If I ever am on Tinder, which is only three a.m., and I see <laughs> I'll be a mum to three, fucking looking for, I'm like, mate, <laughs> just I stop reading. <laughs> so. <laughs> If you're on a dating app, the first thing you don't mention is that you got fucking eight kids and you're from Mirabuka. Like, yeah. just let someone get to know you, and then. After that, and then just sl- oh, by the way, then you catfish. By the way, I live in Mirabuka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, catfish yeah. them that way. So, uh, classic. but that said, I always wonder because my mum was single with three kids, mm. and we were like, fuck, ten, nine, and and six, mm. and she like guys. I still had like two different stepdads, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> like. Mum was slinging that puss. <laughs> or <laughs> those guys are amazing. Like, yeah. I couldn't date a chick with three kids. No dating apps back then either. Yeah. Uh, no you just had to go out and know. speak it to people. Might yeah. be, it might be, um, like, so for me, when, I, when I'm looking through it as a single parent now, and mm. I again, I'm not on Tinder anymore, I just, it was shit. I didn't like it. And yeah, it's dog shit. It's a generational thing, I think. Um, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't rating it, regardless. Um, no, but I think because of, like, so how old are you? 35. Yeah, so like I was talking to a friend of mine who, sorry to interrupt your story. Yeah, no, it's but all good. I was talking to a friend of mine who was, um, he was talking about when he travels. Like yeah. he'll be in England. He goes, I'm literally just on, a sh- on the toilet doing a shit and I'm just swiping. Yeah. yeah, yeah getting yeah. dates in like, you know, London or whatever. Swipe and wipe. That's it. Swipe and wipe. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking like, so when I was traveling about 11, 12 years ago, like that wasn't a thing. Yeah. So you just, you just did the wiping part and then you went <laughs> Then you went to the bar and then you started talking yeah, to people. Yeah, and yeah. I think that, that was that's swap lost. and wipe out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's kind of lost now. Yeah. And I think if you're, you know, if I was to start using it as well, I'd probably be the same. I'd probably be like, well, this feels yeah. fucking alien as shit. It was, yeah. it was kind of, it was a novelty. Like, 
about three or four months after I'd separated, I, I was like, "Yeah, let's get on." And I, you feel excited. It's just the drugs. <laughs> yeah, you feel you feel excited, and then yeah. you use it, and it's, mm, it's not no, like it's a, shit. But, but, dog shit, but man. for me, like um, my my ideal is meeting someone with kids because. Uh, one at the moment, I don't have fucking time. Every lady list like has just got moist. <laughs> a single, a, <laughs> a single, <laughs> single uh, mum, especially they they're the same as what I would be in regards to time management. You don't have time okay, to yeah, give yeah. that. If it was, a, if I met a single girl and they were no kids, all fine, all the time, they probably need more attention than I would be able to give them at this stage. Whereas, whereas a mum understands that they've got their own priorities, their kids as well. I see what you're doing here with your listenership. You've basically gone, if you listen to this and you're a single mum, <laughs> Ranchi's the one. If you just want dick 24-7, <laughs> I, I, your guy. I just well, don't have fucking time. Like, 24 seconds. Trying, seven, to, <laughs> trying to balance West Perth, trying to balance building a fucking business, rebuilding it on the side to, so I don't have to fucking do everything and, uh, you know, being a dad and social life. Yeah. Whereas I have plenty of time, ladies. <laughs> Anything got, you want to do, I can, I, put, I can push things aside. <laughs> I can take you on dates to gigs. Yeah, well, and- DanielDelby.com. And I want to start doing stand-up again. So that's going to be another night, probably a week that I want to try and do. So that's that's- that's a lot it's of fun, man. It's not much time for me to. So I've got max one night a week where I can may, maybe give yeah, you a bit of time. All the ladies' listeners just got dry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those white on water cycle. <laughs> uh, it's just at, at this stage while I'm in this yeah. stage. And I, I'm also at that point in my life where I'm like, well, fucking, why wouldn't I use this opportunity of a little bit of freedom to just, uh, you know, Fill my bucket. Make sure I'm ready to go into a. Uh, you mean put your penis in? Yeah. Fill their bucket. Fill their bucket. Yeah. DanielDelby.com. Fill my own bucket and just fucking like make sure I'm in a good place and then don't take any baggage onto a new relationship. And if you want to fill your own bucket, branchesworld.com.au. Adultshop.com. Anyway. But it comes back to But I'm keen. Anyone who's keen, I'm keen. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if anyone would like to make love, <laughs> yeah, not fuck. We're gonna make love. We're gonna make love. We're gonna make the love. Get my dick in you. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, fuck, bro. I used Tinder when I was travel, just specifically because I wanted to fuck. No, specifically because <laughs> um, I was I marketed my show on Tinder in Sydney. I got like four people there. Beautiful dudes. What do you mean you uh, marketed it on Tinder? So whoever I matched, I'm like, hey, what's this area like? I've got a show there. And then they, they came. Uh, and then they came. Uh, <laughs> um, hack, yeah, so, man, hack man over yeah, here. No, 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 no. Anyway, we've been man. dating for six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets it. This guy gets it. <laughs> Any, the listeners haven't seen him do that, but that is very good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so I'll, um, I, I used it literally to market and then also uh, to know local places to go. So anyone I matched, I didn't care if they were a swamp donkey or whatever. <laughs> yeah. How good is that? How good is that? I got that off the whole legacy. Donkey. He's like, are oh, you fucking... Literally, he gets on stage and he's like, ah, Scottish girls, you're all fucking swamp donkeys. I'm like, how do you leave with that? And I'm pissing it going, swamp donkey is the best. Uh, uh, probably- and then he goes, where are you from? And she's like, Scotland. He goes, yeah, but you're not full Scottish, are you? And they'd be like, oh, mum's English. He goes, yeah, yeah, that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that'll explain it. Oh, you know? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I, and then I'd ask where um, where was a good place to go out. Like, where's a local place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still yet to meet anybody in real life off Tinder. Really? Yeah. So you didn't so. dip your dick in anything from? No, no. Oh. I talk a big game, but <laughs> I'm actually quite lonely. If you're lonely, DanielDelby.com. <laughs> Send me a message. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, I didn't. Uh, not. Oh, yeah, I did, but that's not from Tinder. That's from real life shit. Yeah. Just go up. Use. I uh, I met a girl. She was crying. <laughs> She saw my Tinder bio. She's crying. And uh, I don't know why that's so funny. Yeah. And like, then, no, mean? I did fuck one girl. I f- yeah. She was crying in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was after No, I, um, she was crying and my mate was like, Dylan's like, see what's wrong with her. I was like, what's what going on? She goes, oh, she goes, oh, someone, I was just in the car and my ex called me Pinocchio. And I'm like, What? She's like, he called me Pinocchio. I'm like, you're not fucking Pinocchio, man. Did she have a Did massive she- nose though? No, big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and she lied and she every lied, time she lied about it. it she got lied bigger. a lot. <laughs> anyway, we had sex with no strings attached. Uh, no, this guy No, she was. I was like, what is you talking about? You're not fucking. You don't have a big nose. And then she, we started talking. And then she, next thing you know, she was fucking um, working on me. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's just an example of a real life, man. No Tinder, no nothing um, at an Irish bar. So we know what Irish women are like. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, <laughs> DanielDelby.com. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I would rather go out and meet someone in person. Like it's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way more natural. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's getting lost slowly. Yeah. And you can see it in just people in general. Yeah, like 100%. Like people are really bad at having conversations now. Yes. People are bad at having debates because they need their phone to be able to Google shit, like their points and stuff. Yeah. Like they yeah. can have a conversation with you or some heated debate about something, say political, for example. Yeah. But face-to-face, they're dog shit at it. Yes. You do it via text and then it's like red, yeah. open Google, yes. double check this stat and then get back to you. Yeah. Like, the worst thing was I had point. a, well, I fell out with a mate, like one of my best mates because before phones and Google, mm. you would just take verbatim whatever they say is real. Yeah. Yeah. When this was invented, we realised he was fucking so full of shit. <laughs> Every single... Because we'd have to look at Encyclopedia Britannica or find that specific thing and you couldn't. Yeah. And then as soon as the smartphone, we are like... Get out this of guy, here, Dad. <laughs> this guy's a compulsive liar. Everything he said was This bullshit. guy gets it. This guy... <laughs> <laughs> Everything he said was bullshit, man. So I was like, fucking, it's been a blessing and a curse because you can fact check someone immediately. It's kind of fu- that's kind of funny though that he was doing that. <laughs> that's quite funny. Yeah, but he was doing it seriously. Man. Oh. Like everything he, you know, the people that know everything, yeah, but like, don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. they're like, no, but no, it's, no. that's still kind of funny if he's just like, no, no, your appendix is behind your ear, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then you just take that into real life with you <laughs> until somebody goes, the fuck is wrong with you? Of course it's not. <laughs> you don't even have appendixes, guys. <laughs> How did you end up starting a podcast with him? <laughs> This guy gets uh, this it. Guy this guy gets, guy gets it. it. Oh no, we've got the Hackman bug. We've been hacked. <laughs> I want every listener to go find out when Hackman is playing and just yeah. go watch. Well, let's link it right now. Have you got the video? No. I'll, I'll message it to you. And do you have access to Patreon? The most disgusting thing I've ever seen. The most disgusting thing. I like the double down on his fucking- He says that every single time. <laughs> double down. I'll, uh, uh, I'll send it to you, Jamal. So that just reminds us to chuck it on our Facebook page and uh, Patreon. What's that? What do you um, mean? Like his set. 
Okay, well, I can play two seconds of it. Does it matter? Does it, would he care? He's not going to care. He's well, not, I mean, no one else does his material. No one else does his material. Here, let's hear his uh, voice then maybe. That might – I don't know if I've got a good moment of him. Yeah, uh, bro, I've got – I'll send it to you. I've got the whole set. He's going up in a nose then a fat kid going down a speed slide at Adventure World. Okay? Yeah, I said to her, I said to her, I go, this is the most disgusting thing I have ever seen. The most disgusting thing I have ever seen. So anyway, we've been together for six months. Hey? This guy gets it. You know? Right? Uh, I was literally bellowing at the comedy lounge. And then, like, I was reminded that all the comics were getting self-conscious of the fact that I was bellowing even harder. It was the best. It was so good. Oh, I, got oh. another, I think I got another one. That's great. James Hackman. James Hackman. James Hackman. This guy gets it. That's when I worked out. Who's staring at a mirror the whole time? The <laughs> <laughs> old classic mirror. So I, I slapped the bloke I was rooting on the ass, and I was like, "Hey, get out of here, Dad!" Got <laughs> <laughs> you with the joke gun. He's got the joke guns. Oh, hey. I'm just kidding. The this thing is, the joke guns weren't hack, and then everyone started stealing Cameron McCarran's joke guns. I just wanted to get up after him and go, by the way, he's a brilliant comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's actually good. I'd just be like, that, if people didn't know, be like, give it up for our autistic performance. <laughs> it's a suit, the whole Special thing. Oh, God. oh, please, listeners, go watch Hackman. Hackman. Oh. Fuck, man. What if Hackman gets bigger than Squirrely? Yeah, Isn't, so is that a travesty? <laughs> Well, it's like, um, what's his name? Is that British comedian Simon Brodkin? And then he's got a character that he plays where he's a proper, like, like chav. Do you know the one? Nah. No. He's, he's a very good comedian. And then the, he's got this character where he got arrested about 10 years ago. What, in character? Fo- yeah, in character. As at a football game, he, like, he, like, did a... I think he ran onto the pitch and did something or whatever. Yeah. It was all part of the character thing and he even like did the, the, the interview afterwards to media as the character. Full <laughs> <laughs> of fucking commitment. What, what's, what's the law on that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, look at like, mate, that, that stems back to like play people like Andy Kaufman who yeah. did, um, what was his main, um, what was the main character that he used to have? The, Norm, the Norm? real fucking arsehole. I'll try and find it. But it, it, it was um, incredible. It got to a point where he got cancer and people didn't know whether or not he was lying yeah, about yeah. it, and he died. And people still thought, "Is this a bit?" Yeah, <laughs> like the, the, and Open it was casket. Is yeah. this a bit though? Because yeah, he used yeah. to fight with, um, used to fight women. Yeah, women yeah, in wrestling, and then yeah. women were like, "You can't do that." And it was so, it, mate, it was incredible. And have you seen um, Man on the Moon? Man on the, no, Man on the Moon. Yeah, no, it's, isn't it Andy and Andy? Is that uh, the, Andy and Andy? No, oh yeah. oh yeah. Have you seen that That's documentary? The documentary behind, yeah, behind Man, Man on the Moon? So if yeah. you if you haven't seen it, go watch They're Man on the Moon. Fucking brilliant. Man on the yeah. Moon is probably my top three movies of all time. Yeah, it's fantastic. So An- Andy Kaufman, which is Jim Carrey, plays Andy yeah. Kaufman. And then the A- Andy- Andy and I or Andy, Andy and, and me or A- something like that, me yeah. and Andy or Andy and I, something like Andy that. Andy and Woody, maybe. Yeah. And, um, Jim and Andy? I don't know. Anyway, it's an incredible documentary on how yeah. he dives into the character and was- Really dives in because like, he became yeah. a proper prick. prick. Yeah. yeah. And um, Danny DeVito and everyone, like they were like, mm. it's fucking- Why the fuck- it's Danny DeVito <laughs> buried in Mirabuka. 
<laughs> but mate, um, yeah. And then um, what's that song he sings at the end? I will survive. Oh, oh yeah, I know I want to. Yeah, mate, incredible. But he didn't, so that's funny. Yeah. Uh, and then the, after he died, the, the the and I don't know how true that part is, but the his manager played that. Oh, character. he went in on character. Andy, yeah, as Andy's character. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. And then so everyone thought, oh, he is still alive, but it was actually just- um, That's a great troll. This is before the internet as well. Yeah. So good. That's fucking imaginative as hell. No one would be able to take a photo or see real footage easily to go, oh, it's not actually Andy. They'd be like, okay, this must be him. Tony Clifton. Tony Tony Clifton. If anyone wants to see me, uh, I'm doing a documentary on uh, me and doing MDMA. It's called Mandy and I. (laughs) So, if anyone wants to support it, but yeah. but he's like the find ori- my address. He's like the original uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, like yes, yeah, yes. creating a character, yeah. a believable character, mm. fooling people, and mm. um, he had a few other characters from it. Or like when he went on stage and he would pretend he froze on yeah. Saturday Night Live, I think it was. Yeah, and he froze, and His then whole thing, was and then being terrible at stand up. Yeah, yeah. but do you think that's because he was? And he just lent into it. Yeah, I, I think, don't know. I think he just found there's it boring. There's so much confidence in that. Yeah. I think, I think he found it boring, hey? I yeah. think that's artsy people putting yeah. too much on too much this, into it. this yeah. guy. Yeah, that's a yeah. shit. Because like watching, I don't know. I mean, I don't know fuck all because it's Hollywood, but watching the docker, it looked like he sucked at stand-up. Mm. And Andy then Kaufman. He, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he's like, all right, well, I'll, I suck. Okay. Mm. But it's like watching the gong when someone's terrible and you're like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's this a car crash. Fucking shit. Because when he, w- when he yeah. freezes and then he slowly walks over and puts the record player on, and then yeah. here I come to save the day. Like that is, that, and everyone laughs. Mm. That would be incredible to see that, like feeling so awkward for and a couple of minutes going, fuck, he's frozen on live TV. And then mm. he completely leans into being confident. What that would, would the- just blow your mind if you've never seen yeah. anything like that. Imagine now what the producer's saying. Oh my God, fucking do get him cut, off. Do we cut to a break? Get- but again, like with that, that wouldn't happen now. Yeah. Like, it certainly wouldn't happen now because producers want to know everything that's going to fucking happen before right. it happens. So you'd have to, to tell him, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Don't cut. What was his, what was his tagline? And he got sick of it. Um, because he was he was a actor in uh, I want to say Cheers with um Ched, Ched da- Ted Danson maybe I think it was yeah. or no was it it was a oh, I'll Google it but I'm gonna Google no, um, your appendix is behind <laughs> your ear bro incidentally Cheers the very oh, first la- episode of Cheers is like about taxi. as close to perfect as it gets it was Taxi you, you like it I've never seen a single episode he was on Taxi. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it, we- um, Taxi's the movie with Al Pacino. No, 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 it's a series. Yeah. Oh, Robert De Niro. His sorry. character was Lat- Latka, and he had a catchphrase, and he hated that he was um, he was stuck in this, pigeonholed into this cat uh, catchphrase. What was the catchphrase? <laughs> it must be pretty popular. <laughs> no, it was, it was like, do the catchphrase. So he would go and do his actual, his specials, mm. and at the end of, like, they, he'd be- <laughs> Can you he imagine w- wanting to hear a catchphrase from someone? Like, oh, no. oh I'm going to go watch him to say fucking good morning, good evening, and good night. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. That was it. Wow. Thank you very much. So he would go like this and go all weird and thank you very much. But I remember he trolled a whole audience. He went and read Shakespeare or something for about two hours and they were like fucking falling asleep and eventually he just, they were like, do it, do it. And he wouldn't do it. He was so angry that he, that they, um, because he started doing his, whatever he was doing and then, 
they they were saying, say it, but do Latka, do Latka. And he did it, and then he just read them Shakespeare for two hours. Wow. Just to piss what him a, off. What a cunt. But that's a tr- that that's is a major troll, yeah. Epic. Like, that is, yeah. fuck you, I am doing this for Latka the is, Latka means cool in South African as well. Yeah, yeah okay. So. But yeah, he's- Come on, Latka. Right, he, he, that- if anyone hasn't Did seen your mate pre-smartphone tell you that or do you know that that's what it means? Ah, there was a South African dude. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Legacy fell in love with his name Skalke. He opens for Trevor Noah in, in Edinburgh. We met him and we just oh, fucking cool. fell in love with his stand-up. So funny. And he's like, all right, Mensa. So Mensa is like people and he's like, yeah, like I have a good day, like I, like I. So we're like, what is he saying? So I had to ask him, well, you know when you go, hello, Mensa, are you making a sound or does that mean something? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, hey, Mensa is like people. And I go, what about Laka? Oh, Laka's like, yeah, cool, bro. Okay, cool. Laka. Like Laka. <laughs> What's <laughs> this? That's Laka. Like, yeah, Laka, bro. That's cool. So, so <laughs> He's the best. If you don't know him, Skalka, I'll send um, Jamal. I'm going to remind me. I'll post him on Insta on our story. Yeah, okay. Fucking tears, bro. To get legacy to laugh, like like belly laugh is yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got this whole bit. He's on Netflix actually. He's got a whole bit on MTV and how like you always had to pretend you were excited because exhibits there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the bit that made us piss it, he's going, Oh, you know, it's never your nan that answers the door. It's always you that answers the door to exhibit. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. nan's never there like, oh, Rachel. Rachel, there's a black rapper at the door for you. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit's here. <laughs> so he's got about a five-minute bit and fucking we're in tears, man. Uh, that's the best I think I've ever felt is making Carl Legacy laugh. Because yeah. he constantly just rags on me. <laughs> constantly. Yeah, he's got a Facebook group, got Instagram chat called branchesabitch.com. <laughs> that's the group chat. Me, him, Adam Gray and Delby. And he just fucking just <laughs> rags on me constantly. What's the, um? there's a group chat that he just, from like fucking two years ago or something, he just- Keeps it, going? Oh, it was the birthday one, wasn't it? For his birthday. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 With, yeah. The, with yeah. the midgets. Yeah. Midget stripper, yeah. 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 He just, uh, like recently, he just went happy anniversary or something. <laughs> well, like, you're basically saying happy birthday to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> He's turned a birthday group chat to an yeah. anniversary of a group chat. Exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Brilliant. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> happy anniversary of my birthday yeah. oh, it's just a double happy birthday oh, I can't wait till that cunt's back here oh I love it uh, we call, maybe we can call him at the end of the episode again oh, yeah. serious, that we called him oh, last he- week he was going through customs in New York City Yeah, he's like should I riff with the immigration agent I'm like you can't be like so what do you do mate <laughs> like, I tried oh, I listened back to it and I I could barely understand him. Now I got I'm listening back, I couldn't even understand what he was fucking saying. So if, if anyone, when, well, he's been in England for a while, so it's going to be harder. Yeah, he will revert back fucking to his sad. mother tongue. Yeah, fuck. What, uh, when is when is he back? January. The oh, cool. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say maybe uh, a little bit of news. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the Hawthorne scandal. Oh yeah. So can yeah. you? Poor David's not going to be able to comment on this. But what about Rich David? <laughs> um, well, uh, project. So, what, so look, I was out of football. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. Aussie rules is quite a peasant game. Um, um, so, okay, you're going to have to fill me in a bit because I was in Meriden yesterday. Didn't have much reception. If hey, who people- was Meriden? Did you meet on Match.com? <laughs> <laughs> get out this of here, Dad. Um, <laughs> no, I was. Um, I was in Meriden. And if you've heard me sniffing a bit today, I've still got leftover fucking hay cocaine. Oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which was. Oh, really 
horrific. Yeah, yeah we I, both suffer from that adult male hay fever. I could not ah. have gone so to where a. Did you guys get the bitch gene. From? <laughs> I could not have gone to a like a, a bigger clusterfuck of a hay fever. Yeah. Central. I went to a canola wheat and sheep farm. Nice. Which is just the the old classic Meriden pickup line, eh? The, the melting pot. Yes. <laughs> well, it's not Brent. even melting, is it? It's fucking. Mate, it's the dry, fluffy pot. Got out and I was like, hey, that's beautiful. I'm all good. It, it was, it's beautiful terrain where we were. Not and, worth it. And I then care. I got, got <laughs> out, not. I chucked the drone up and then the first one was all good. And I was like, oh, sweet, I'm all good today. And then went to this next location and there was these sheep everywhere and I just fucking blew up. Oh. And for the rest you of the day. Your bag of crushed up antihistamines. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 half, from Wayne Carey. I'm half Kiwi, so it was good, good times as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So if you've noticed me sniffing, so you blew up and blew a load. I blew, I blew both. Get yeah. Um, what were you doing there? Works. Ah, uh, yeah, just filming some stuff because we take footy to the the rural communities out there. So I was doing a bit of filming. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't get. Um, I wasn't really so, clued up on exactly what's happened with Chris Fagan yeah. and so, uh, Alistair Clarkson. Now, oh, I know take, all about this one. You do? No. Oh. <laughs> So, so Eddie hey, Betts, I was like, yes. So, so is Eddie Betts related to this situation at all? Nah, it's Hawthorne. Oh, no, I don't think so. But was again, it just him commenting on it. Probably just commenting. Yeah, okay. Take everything with a bag of anti-inflammatories. <laughs> uh, not with a bag of salt. Take yep. everything with a bag of salt. Grain of salt. F- fuck pinch no, of salt. It has to be a whole bag. Oh, a whole bag. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big bag. Because he's he's refuted this, hasn't he? Well, Alistair they, they both have. Okay. Now, who knows what was said? Mm-hmm. Me, and I know everything about this. <laughs> God. God. <laughs> Tell us. I can't wait After to talk God to God later. <laughs> so um, they, there was a review done. There was an investigation, external investigation done to the allegations uh, against the Hawks and Cyril Rioli's early retirement because Cyril and his uh, missus um, felt racially vilified and there's probably a lot of um, truth in that. Okay. Like one of the um, – captains or one of the leadership group asked if Cyril's missus was a derogatory word starting with B ending with G for Aboriginal okay. as well. Yeah. And it stemmed from there. Who said that? One of the leadership group in 2013 of Hawthorne. Holy fuck. So, so and then Cyril was obviously like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because Sam Mitchell, I, all I seen was a comment from him saying, I had no idea this was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after this external review, they think that – they, these things have happened. Now, I'm again, I don't want to spread fake news, but this is the. They think there might be racism in football. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Australian racism. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, so they, there's alleged to have been the coaches, it could have been Fagan, Clarkson, have said to the Aboriginal players to take your SIM card out and um, ditch it. That had all your family contacts on because yeah. it's a distraction from footy. Um, and get a, a fresh SIM card. That was one of them. Yep. One was told told to cut ties with his missus and fam and family because um, it was going to ruin his career. And then the most serious one was apparently one of the coaches advised terminating a pregnancy um, with the missus because it was going to fuck his career. Now, that's the allegations of the most serious ones. There's heaps more, um, <sighs> but. Uh, Clarkson's denied. Fagan have said none of them were interviewed. None of them were asked. Were asked anything. Yep. So it's all from one side. Now, if somebody feels like they've been told to kill their kid, then oh. fucking, <laughs> they felt that way. They could have said, "You need to 
Like if I was a coach, you could have said something like, well, hey, if you want to consider your career, you might want to look at what your best options are. Do you want to keep the baby or not keep the baby because and blah, it's blah, been blah, taken, and it could be taken the other way. Mm. But if someone's just said, hey, go kill your kid, to ruin your career, then there's a whole different thing. So the, that's the external in investigation. And now um, Fagan, Fagan and Clarkson, well, Fagan stepped down so they can actually be part of the, the next process. They stepped down? Fagan stepped down. As coach? Stepped, like, temporarily. Oh, just to- And Clarkson's pushed back his North Melbourne tenure. Um, tenure. Yeah. Wow. Have you heard anything, Jamal? Yeah, I was like, wow, as soon as we kick a ball, they care, eh? <laughs> this happens like 24-7, but as soon as you can kick a ball and run pretty fast, everyone's like, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, but. It is one of these situations where <clears throat> I, uh, I'm not, I don't know too much about that one, so I'll just use my own context and my own um, mistakes in when the past. When you played for Hawthorne? No, my <laughs> own mistakes in yeah. the past where I've, uh, uninten- not unintentionally, yeah, unintentionally and unknowingly didn't realise how disgusting some of the terms I had used. So I'd used the the word you just said before. Yeah. Pregnancy. I'll use it. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it uh, maybe yeah, don't I'll, say it. Okay. But I was that yeah. B word yeah. drunk. And I said it to a f- friend, who, yeah. an Aboriginal friend in front of him. Yeah. And didn't even think about it. Yeah. He didn't blink an eye. He didn't, he didn't care. I think mm. he just understood that racial... Um, vilification had just become so ingrained in us and unknowingly I didn't realise how offensive yeah. that was for me to say at the time and I remember the next day I realised I was like fuck man I said that to an Aboriginal yeah. like it was just me and him he was over at my house we were having beers together yeah. tonight I'm getting that drunk yeah. and he didn't blink and he just accepted it I'd never it. heard it before until quite recently yeah, it's, he, not, it's not it's not good ter- it's a terrible I've never, t- terrible I've never term said it. and I said it to my friend who was an Aboriginal who I was drinking with and he that's because you are privileged racist uh, white colonizer but you guys call, uh, so loosely use the W word that you oh, say is for yeah it's because it's Italian I know but yeah you've been to England now yeah, I've, I. You yeah. can't say that there. Yeah, yeah. it's a fucking terrible word. When I told yeah, so my cousins in England, I, yeah, when I told my cousins in England I was a wog, they fucking freaked out. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's like it's a fucking ugly, ugly word. And yeah, because you got banned off Facebook for using it because you didn't yeah. realize it was that's yeah. the term. In oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wrote. Yeah, and the c word too, which you had a fucking cheese called it. I remember coming here going, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. So that's always been a racial term, eh, Jamal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, uh, same with bung. Like, um. I can say it. Yeah. <laughs> I can say it. So. But like, yeah, like all, all the way through school, like people would say it to me, even my friends and stuff. And like, That's I remember. Yeah, yeah. And I, but it was just like a term that they were used to, right? So it's like the N word being so ingrained in like, you know, yeah. with African Americans back in the day, like we still have that. And it's something that people don't think about. And I remember, and this is like one thing that I was doing martial arts with a guy and then like in the martial arts, he was an old, older lad and, you would like go with each other. It's almost like a form of dancing. And then I remember he like referred to me as that. And this was after a week of like actually getting to know him. But then like, I was so taken back and offended because I didn't know him, but like I was getting to know him and he was a really nice guy. And then I had to like retrain my brain and go, no, he didn't mean anything by it. And then I remember asking, I was like, you know, like 12 and I was asking my grandmother who's white, she's French, but like she's not indigenous, but she is really. And then um, I remember asking my grandmother, like, where does that actually come from? You know, what does that mean? And she goes, you know, like when I was growing up here, they told me that was the sound they made when you hit them with a car. Yes. Oh, wow. This is what I talked to. And that's where it's it's fucked. Pretty strange. 
It's funny you say this because I had this exact conversation. It's come up organically. I had this exact conversation with Tarbo the other night yeah. and how I'd inadvertently been racist without even knowing it and then he just accepted it like it was nothing. What was just it? That, that, that word. You said that to Tarbo? No, no, no. I was telling him about this situation. Oh, we, we the story ran- that you just told us? Yeah, no. Yeah, oh. we, we, ran, no we randomly started talking about I Adam Goods. I thought you called him. Or- no, we just ran- it just <laughs> I was like, you no, have no, learned no, nothing. No. We randomly um, were talking about Adam Goods. Yeah. And I was talking about how like how I had it so ingrained in my system that I didn't even realise it was just an, an It's weird because we went to the same I had to call school. up my mate the next day mm. and go, mate, I'm- he's like, oh, I, I didn't even I, – I know you didn't mean anything by it, like – and I was like, fuck, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some I things, felt terrible. Some things as well, like, um, so P- a Pakistani, you guys will abbreviate it and just use- Paki. Yeah, Paki, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, in England- if, But that shouldn't be offensive. I, I know. I don't care what people but say. But I think that's the English it. PC culture because all Paki is, is short for Pakistani. I know, I understand that, but that's not, that's not the, where it, would like the loaded term comes from. Yes. Or, <laughs> A lot of it, I think, is because it was just used to describe anyone ah, so that was brown, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And obviously, fucking big differences, and especially with Indians and Pakistanis, there yeah. was huge like geopolitical issues going on as well there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the that, that's the whole. Um, I don't really expand on it within my open mic joke, but the whole word sounds and like the context mm. has to have more meaning. That's a perfect example of context having the other way around. Like, yeah. that's a well, even I, though even though it is just short. Yeah. For the, that and word. then I, I'll hear it but, in like fucking, I don't know, commentary on TV. And I'm just like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so weird the, hearing the, it. The context is a really bad, it's fucking I guess it depends slur. on your own cultural context. Because if you're in Australia and you say Paki, I don't think that's, we literally mean a Pakistani person. I know. Not, not an Indian, not anything. But in England, because there's so much, so many different yeah, cultures. But that's so because Australians. So many different beige and brown. <laughs> Australians are so lazy. Like if I meet an Irish, yeah, yeah. and if I, if I meet an Irish person, their nickname instantly is Paddy. Irish. Or Irish, yeah, Paddy. I, I worked with three different Irish people at my or old American sheet metal factory, again. and it was always every single one, the next one came, oh, Irish. Yeah. Mm. Straight away. Yeah. That's all, it, like, it's, we're lazy. What did you call the guys with no legs? <laughs> Stumpy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob. Uh, Bob. <laughs> the, <laughs> what about, no legs, no arms, floating in the sea. Bob. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, yeah. uh, I was going to say, oh yeah, I learned, I, I was saying the legacy, I'm like, you know, Packy, like, he's like, nah man, Packy's racist here. I was like, is it though? He's like, yeah. Yes. So I was like, <laughs> I was doing my joke yes. about um, Maori's and so I was seeing what translated and what wasn't. Mm. And, I, and I did my Maori, it says Maori, we, in Australia, we pronounce the scaffold it. that got a laugh. And I was like, if you don't know what Maori's are, they're like, Native um, New Zealanders, they're like brown people from New Zealand. I guess they're like Stakistanis because of scaffolding and it got absolute crickets. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, but I've been with them for six months. <laughs> I think I think you just can't touch on racism, especially as a white person. Like oh, it's, I, you got to, you can do it, but you got to do, you got to be Bill Burr and be amazing. I thought Stakistani was just a funny saying for someone that puts things on top of each other but yeah watching open mic is trying to attempt to do oh bro like I, I feel that I, and I, I really like her get along with her really nicely um, new on the scene just getting into it uh, Brenda I think is her name and, oh, yeah, yeah. and she tried to um, she she tried to call herself uh, racist within the joke and it, it like the context she left the delivery not that well and it got like 
nothing. Oh, not yeah. even not even crickets. Just oh, the room went, <laughs> oh, you've just called yourself racist, <laughs> but not really put context into the joke. Yeah. And then, so are you racist? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think everyone in the room just went, uh, yeah, she's starting. Yeah, like, yeah. we'll just, like, the, she's the, tried. The crickets burnt <laughs> across <laughs> on the stage. But like, it's one yeah. of the things I like about that room, though, because it obviously is experimental yes. and they do understand it, but they still don't just give you, no. yeah. like, you still have to, be yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, and oh, I thought you did really well. Um, Thanks. A lot of that was new. So it was, so it was how nice did you, What did you do? All your, all your B words and packy stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> what about that fucking cheese you can't have got? What, what do you call it now? What's it called now? It's not still, because they changed the word, poop. right? It is, is, is it? it? No, no, no. They changed it. I'm sure they changed it. Yeah. yeah, they changed it. Yeah. Let's have a look. Yeah. Um, you guys keep talking. But yeah, the Hawthorne thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, Fuck. The, that's what's happened. Wow, that's mate. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty damning. What do you think, Cusy? Should you From be able to tell players? Well, as soon as you started talking about football, I stopped listening. So, <laughs> ah, no. should, should you be allowed to tell players to kill their children? Yeah, um, it depends how old the kids are. Yeah. <laughs> like, Actually, I was about to say, have you seen his set? If, if I'm a pro footballer, my son is six now, so I quite like him. If they're like, fuck him off, I'm like, how much are we talking? Yeah. Oh, you're actually, yeah, perfect person to talk about that. Yeah. Your set is great, just bragging on getting well, oh, my I set, my, I was talking to someone about this recently because um, they were like, you're like the opposite of the dad that you are, your comedy is the opposite. I was like, I'm a, yeah. I'm a caricature of my parents though. Uh, yeah. Character what... comic. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest form of comedy, yeah. below, just That's above me. Branchy's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so you do what your parents were like. I'm, I'm, I'm doing Rather a very mild like. version of what, I had a very like violent and traumatic upbringing. And Tell I'm us the most violent. basically doing that. What? Tell us the most violent. Deep if you're okay. Dig into that. the trauma yeah. and cry. We yeah, want Mori Povich. We want, let's get the one, the one that physical? fucks people up. The one I, I was talking to someone about this recently. I was, uh, you know, Xavier. Um, yep. we, we, were, we were trading terrible childhood stories. I got locked in a cupboard for I don't know how many days. And I almost kind of, I was about like, probably about seven or eight years old. The real Harry Potter. The real Harry <laughs> Potter. was Because it was under the stairs as well. Like watching that movie was kind of traumatic. But we had one of those vacuum cleaners with a face on it. You know, the Henry Hoover. Yeah, Henry yeah, Hoover. yeah. I just made friends with him. Fuck, you had your own Wilson. Yeah, I had a Wilson. Sounds, where's the traumatic part of this? <laughs> <laughs> traumatic part How long was, were you locked under the stairs for? Probably about three days, I think. What the fuck? What do you mean? How old were you? 15? I was about, but, I was about seven or eight. That's insane. Why? Did you, had you misbehaved? No, I just had... My parents were just addicts and just terrible fucking people. Oh, wow. So are you- Is this a big part of your, uh, not like your, your soberness? Yeah, it's a huge part of my soberness because I knew before I became a dad, I needed to make sure that I wasn't, I wasn't drinking. Are you, I so. should ask, are you comfortable talking about this first? Oh yeah, I don't care. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Okay. That's so fucking interesting, man. So your parents were drugs or alcohol? Both. Right. And they just left you in a cupboard? Both. No food? Well, it was, so my, my dad left me when I was like five, uh, but yeah, about f maybe four or five. Um, and he went, because we'd moved to England at that point. Mm. From? From Ireland, because yeah. I, was, I was born in Ireland. Irish. Irish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just call me Irish. Yeah. <laughs> you are a fucking yeah. so pigeonhole now. He'd moved back to, to Ireland, I believe. Um, but I would, like, didn't see him again. Like, I think I met him when I was about 21 or 22 Fuck. after that. How, what was for, like, that one, like? That was, uh, I did it for my sister, because I have, a, I have a, um, a sister who's four years older than me. And she was like, I've, I've, this is when I was still in England as well. She was like, I found... Uh, our dad and yeah. I was like alright 
He's like, will you come with me? I was like, yeah, I guess so. So I went went to Ireland and met him. She, she, I think I was supposed to stay for like a week. And I just got the next flight home like that yeah, day. Right. I was like, this is fucked. This was he a dick? He was just a... Or was he in the pub? I just didn't need a... I didn't need a dad then. Like yeah. I'd gone... All the bit that you needed him for was done. I was like, well, I'm fine now. And I was, I was proper like, I think very emotional about it still and like really kind of like hot-headed and I was like ah fucking cunt fuck him yeah. whereas now I'm a little bit more like yeah, he was probably too young to be a dad maybe how, had how issues and stuff I don't know yeah like I, I don't know. can't even remember what he looks like I don't remember yeah, anything wow. about I don't I don't know anything about either of them um, but my mum um, she either of your dads <laughs> either of my dads yeah. but and I, my mum as well like I, I last saw my mum when I was about 13 I think fucking hell so did you raise yourself or did your sisters or brothers raise you or did you no, my sister left or? my sister went to the air force um, she was four years older than me so she, as soon as she could yep. she joined the air force um, so she missed like the super kind of like it all all the focus went on to me like my mum who was very abusive like yep. her and, and her string of like partners and shit which is well, obviously you attract the same type, same type of people. Yeah, yeah, so, mixing similar circles. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I I left home when I was about like fifteen. I was homeless for about a year and a half, and then what the fuck? We didn't know any of this. Fell this into David. After that. Yeah, <laughs> not expecting this from today. Like, I was excited. Tell me the traumatic <laughs> stuff. So when does the joke of the week come in? <laughs> in the story. <laughs> wow, that's so nuts, bro. That's this. We could do a whole. Are, are you episode. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm not, really, I'm not really trained for this, mate. Jesus, so how do you work through that? So there's yeah. obviously instilled a, a huge amount of resilience within you, but I've worked for. But to your point about the, the like the alcoholism, I don't even know if I had like a, a proper problem. I wouldn't really class it as one. I just knew that. Uh, I thought that there might be something when I became a parent that I might have this thing that just triggers and mm. I become a prick. Mm. Okay. I was like, well, let's not risk that. And then once I got over that, I, then I was in a stage of like learning how to forgive them for everything that they'd done or like trying my best to. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, you, you kicked it for a child that hadn't even been born yet and they couldn't do it for a child for two kids that they already yeah. fucking had so that made me a little bit more kind of bitter and I had to work through that but yeah ayahuasca helped yeah. ayahuasca helped a lot where'd you, you do that you did that in Peru sick what did you say what happened I saw my mother did you really yeah in the form of like a snake but again I don't know what she looks like so it was just like a snake that I knew was what colour was it was it black Nah, it was like she had like all these jaggedy, broken teeth, and the the thing itself was more like a like an orange kind of like fiery type of thing. Yeah, but I've like, have you ever done it or? Nah, I saw I saw a or? snake on ayahuasca, but it was a pain serpent, and it was taking my pain away. Not oh, on okay. ayahuasca on mushrooms, sorry. Yeah. So I was like, I imagine if it was the same snake, yeah. it's the same dimension. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but maybe it was your mum. Who knows? <laughs> it might be my mum. She <laughs> might come and see you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So tell us about it from start to finish, because we haven't had any a guest on that's done ayahuasca. Not ayahuasca. ayahuasca. To go full Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd like I'd like to hear because this is something yeah. I'm certainly interested in doing myself. And the not- fact that it helps people with. Um, addiction issues and trauma. Yeah, yeah it helped so. me. With, it helped me with both of those for sure. Because up until the point of doing my last, I did. I did it three times, and up until my last time. Um, uh, sorry, before before doing it. So I got. I was traveling in South America. Got to Peru and found out that this was a thing that people do is like a rite of passage, and didn't didn't know anything about it. Yeah, but I wanted to do it. Why? Sorry, uh, twenty six, maybe yeah. twenty seven. So this is pre. Basically, pre Joe Rogan fame, pre internet, pre hype of I wrote, ayahuasca. Like. I wrote an article about it because I was like, it was still a bit of a, 
uh, while I was traveling, I'd, I'd done a bunch of blogs like articles and blogs and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. this is one of the first that was published on the thing called Bucket List. Ah, um, Brecci's so butt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's probably still out there somewhere. Um, but yeah, so I, I, uh, I, I got to Crew and I was just like, oh, this is, you know, this is a, a, a fucking amazing sounding thing. But they, you know, they, they told me about the whole throwing up and all this yeah. sort of shit and how. Shitting yourself. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I did. I threw up violently the first two times, the third time, not so much. I, I need, did you do it three times back to back? I did it three times in a space of about five days. Yeah. Um, and beforehand as well, I did the whole no alcohol, no trans fats. Like you basically just eat like a fucking rabbit. How long yeah. for? Uh, I want to say like two weeks, maybe three weeks. Yeah. So not like so a this massive is a prep time. thing. They they, yeah, they yeah. tell you to do it, they, or you go to where nah, I went to. I went to the guys. They told me like, oh, we have a shaman. He'll take you into the like the primary jungle. So I can't remember how long it took to get to get there. To be honest, but um, actually, it wasn't that. It wasn't that deep into the jungle because they had tuk tuks and stuff around the place. So okay. it was like in a place called Iquitos. That was like the hub mm-hmm. in, in Peru, where it's like the last city before the Amazon jungle. Okay. Um, so it's maybe like a day trip from there into the jungle. Yeah. Well, considering how much deforestation is, it's probably a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably highways. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so I went with him and we do the whole, uh, you know, he, he starts off in this massive fucking cauldron and reduces it down to this syrup that fits into like half a Coke bottle. Fuck. And it's the most disgusting thing ever. Yeah. Mm. But it's crazy because I have never done drugs before or since really. Is, okay. that the, is that the ayahuasca that tastes shit or the, or the cleansing the stuff ayahuasca, that tastes shit? It's the actual ayahuasca. The, yeah. the stuff itself is what do, you, do you have to have rancid. charcoal and shit like that when you get cleansed? What's the yakking or is it just the ayahuasca that makes just you Just the ayahuasca. Yeah, right. Fuck. Like it literally just, you know, it kind of sits there for a, a it, it feels like too long because I was like, yeah this is supposed to be the most potent form of DMT like known to man yeah. and it's doing nothing yeah. Yeah. and then suddenly All of a sudden. you just throw up and then you feel like okay that doesn't feel great yeah. and then I, I remember so distinctively thinking that my arms had melted into the floor that's sick and all that had happened was because I was sat down uh, uh, like on the floor all that happened I just slid down my <laughs> but I was like oh so I don't have forearms and uh, and hands anymore. I went, that's cool. Bob, you just accept it. Yeah. Yeah. You just accept it. And this then is was, my life now. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no, hold on. This is the thing. So I, you know, I sat, the thing is you have very little control over your body, like okay. very little control, Yeah, but you're a hundred percent, I guess, lucid, you know, like, mm. you know, when, mm. when you see the hallucinations, you don't go like, Oh, I can't even touch. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you just, you know that they're not real. Okay. But you also know that there's, fucking deep meaning behind these things yeah and um you know you kind of go through that and then the, the crazy thing is that once it's done it's done like there's no hangover or anything and again yeah. i've never done cocaine yeah. or heroin or any same. of this fucking shit so <laughs> 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 same but you can find reviews on um so, but i didn't know I, I had no reference point as well so i didn't know how long this is going to last my heart felt like it was going to explode in my chest i was how like, long did it last i think the whole Experience probably lasted for about an hour. Oh okay. wow, that's it. Yeah, may, may might have been a bit longer. I don't. I mean, this is a long time ago yeah. too. But I feel like maybe about around about an hour. And then I just remember thinking, once it was done, it was you know, it's like someone just went, okay, and it's it's all all gone. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, that stuff stays stays in your system for a really really long time, like months and months after you've done it. Like people, you can be detected on your wow. hair and shit. But yeah, okay. I was, uh, yeah, I felt fine. But so what what, what did you see in that first hour? That first hour, it was basically like a, a snake, just a massive snake telling me that um, that it was my devil, that it was my mother. And Was it meant to scare you or did you go, oh, hang on a sec, like 
I'm not scared of this. This is something I have to face. What was your brain doing at the time? I remember thinking that I've got stuff that I haven't dealt with <laughs> that, I, that I think that I have yeah. because I wasn't ready for any of it. And I was an emotional mess. I choked up just telling you that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was an emotional mess and I always thought like, ah, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm fine. I, I don't need... This is... Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about this later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. In, that's very interesting. And, and then so uh, how many it? times? Because you did it three. Did it three times because the shaman said you got to do it three times. Okay. Yeah, and so like, right. was, was the snake telepathically telling you this stuff? Yeah. Or was it? Was as it I rough? remember, actually, as I remember, it was like, like Sumadre, it was like speaking in Spanish. And I was like, I don't really speak that good Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's snake. <laughs> I don't know if this snake is tapping into part of me or if there's someone else out there going, this is a Spanish speaking snake. I was like, oh my fine Lord. I wonder if the snake knows Quechua. Or, yeah. Yeah. How come I was speaking Spanish? Do you have any Spanish in you? Well, I mean, I'd been in South America at that point for probably about eight months. So I knew, you know, you have the conversational shit that comes out. Yeah. So I had an understanding. I don't speak Spanish. So it's, like, oh, that's so trippy. That that's, sounds like that's Speaking Spanish, but you're understanding what it's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds, like, that sounds, like, sounds like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> and his dog's talking to him. Yeah. You know I don't speak Spanish. Fucking <laughs> 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 oh. hell. Oh, fuck. So, all right. So, so you've got a Spanish snake. That's the devil and your mum. Yeah, apparently. Saying, and do you... Do you get like Does a shaman Talk you through What you experienced The first time Or is it no. He's speaking Spanish yeah. <laughs> The shaman knows Fucking nothing about me Yeah okay. like He doesn't know Because I don't even know That this is proper Trauma at this point okay. You know yeah. I've, I've, I would just feel Feel like Oh I got through The first part of my life And didn't die You know I, I, I got to a point as a young teenager where I was like, oh, it's probably safer to live on the street than it is to live in this house where yeah, these people yeah. are like starving you and beating you and locking you in fucking cupboards. Mm. I was like, you need to just leave. Mm. Yeah. So once you, I always felt like once you can get over that, you can do anything. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. how like, you know, I found it, uh, everyone's different, right? But I found it quite easy to go from homeless to cleaning up a little bit, staying in people's houses. I used to break into my school and stuff and sleep in the gym and things because it yeah. was just a safe place to be. And, and then getting a job, like I got a job in a pub and then worked my way up to be a manager in like about 18 months. Yeah, So yeah. I was getting good money and I had a place. Like I did it all really quickly, did it by myself. And I was like- So all these nothing, other fucking lazy bums <laughs> no, but just I mean, need like, a bit of motivation, <laughs> eh? I was like, nothing can, nothing can touch you. Yeah. I felt invincible. Like yeah. after I did all that, I thought nothing I've can touch that. you. I've done that. I can do anything. I can do anything. <laughs> and, um, then, and then the ayahuasca was a bit more humbling in that sense because right. it was just like, you can, you've done well, but pff, look where you've been. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'd, but I, just, I still you know, didn't really do anything after that. I just- processed it myself again but we're a bit more forgiving and tried yeah. to be a bit more forgiving of them a bit more yeah. forgiving of my sister I had a lot of issues with the fact that like she, she left, left that I happens was, a lot hey, when the two kids and then one leaves and the other one just yeah. pops all of it because I was like if I was if I was if the roles were reversed and I was four years older I wouldn't have left my younger try to take yeah. it with you yeah. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't have tried I just would have yeah, yeah. I would have done any especially knowing what it was like and then not knowing how bad it would get yeah, I know she can't know, but yeah, it got a lot worse once she left because all the attention was then on me. Yeah, so I was like, I wouldn't have done that. Uh, I want to touch on that in a sec, but I'm going to go back to the ayahuasca thing yeah. because the processing that you're doing without fucking Jordan Peterson or without a guide or without reading or without knowing—that's all like your own David Hughes psychology method. Or had you 
read about how to process no, it. You're just doing it on your own? I just, yeah, I was just winging it. <laughs> I only did but ayahuasca. The whole forgiving thing, has that come on from ayahuasca or is that just you going, that, that, I need to? That came on instantly from ayahuasca. Right. Because so, I started to, obviously, when you see... When you, see, when you see your mother, one, when you don't know what she looks like, but you've seen it in this like devil form, yeah, you realize that you have, you know, dehumanized her all of your life because of everything that you've been through. Yeah. And so when, when you're faced with that, you kind of have to work backwards and go like, well, let's have a look at, you know, maybe she was really young. Maybe she never got the help that she needed, which clearly she didn't because she was addicted to just about everything. Mm. Um, and had awful people in her life all the time because, like I said, just a string of partners and they were all just as bad as each other. So, yeah. like, almost empathetic towards yeah. where she had, how she got to that point. It yeah. sucks. And where she might be now. That was the other thing. Like, every now and again, I'll try and Google her. I can't find her, but I'll try and, like, Google her because I don't, I don't know what, I know her name, but I don't know her other names. I don't yeah. really know anything about her. But every now and again, I'll just try and search and see if I can find, you know, like with key names now with Google searches, mm. it should be easy, but... Yeah. Well, the likelihood is she's probably she's probably dead. Yeah, she's probably dead. Yeah. yeah, which again is something else that I have to come to terms with. That if at any point I wanted to like properly forgive and talk, to, I can't do that now, and yeah. I can't do it because well, you can because it's just not her hearing it. You can forgive her with yeah. yourself. But I mean, I can never, I can never can't sit give down that with to her. her. Yeah, and that then comes down to a bit of a <clears throat> an ego thing where you can. Say, I don't need her there to do that. Yeah. You need to accept that. Yeah. You, it always feels better. It's, it's, you can tell someone, I forgive you, even if they don't take it, you're like, well, yeah, but the true release and the true forgiveness is when you have let it go within you and you don't need them to know that. You just know that within yourself. That yeah. You yeah and I think that was, that was the other thing. Like there's, there's a big part of me that wants like my mum and my dad to, to know where I am now mm. uh, as much as there's I don't want them to, it. because that terrifies me. Yeah. Or like I've, I write on TV shows. I I'm doing fine. Like yeah. I'm yeah. I'm as happy. I do the thing that I wanted to do. The thing that I said I was going to do with my life. I'm doing it. Yeah. And I'm so fucking happy doing it. Part of me wants to show that off. Yeah. But well, who's that for? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because yeah. you're very you're very quiet about this. I only hear about these the TV shows and stuff just by chance or. Uh, it's not like Pinder had a go at me for that a while ago because you don't celebrate your wins. Yeah, yeah. Because so who am I doing that for as well? Mm. Yeah, you know ego I mean? serving, isn't it? It is. I do it myself. I sit there and I post something and I go, "I've done that." Yeah, for me, like for don't, ego. I, I can I can sit here at the beach and have a great night, yeah. a great afternoon. I don't have to film it and say I'm at the beach. Everyone, that's yeah. ego serving. I was at Sev's house, and even me telling you this is ego serving. But I was at Sev's wow. house. It's come up organically, but and, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he had Cards Against Humanity in, in his book self, and I was like, oh, I wrote one of the expansion packs for that. What? And he, and he just goes, "Of course you did." <laughs> <laughs> I can actually imagine some of the shit in there you writing. That's sick. It's very. It's a, it's one of the easier jobs. <laughs> yeah, because it's just fucking so random. It's like gross oh, blankety blanks. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Um, that's me. Uh, Christmas party. Is game it? that we play. I've never family. played it. I told my because my wife didn't even know that I'd done that, and she was like, "Why don't we have the game then?" I went because I, I don't want it, uh, <laughs> and I don't know which one it was. Like, because I think there's quite a few. Of them. Yeah, yeah. we, we play bars against humanity at Who's Rum, so we use it as a oh, okay, yeah, as a starter point. Yeah, we use pay it him royalties then. Yeah. Go yeah, on, then. To, um, you've That's inadvertently a- influenced our life. <laughs> so, uh, going back to that ayahuasca, yeah. uh, second second uh, attempt. Yeah, the second one was just as brutal, but not as. Um, like the, it, it, physically, it wasn't as brutal because I had I had a reference point at that stage, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still 
pretty much the same kind of thing with a few more. I had a, uh, one of my close friends, um, more so at the time, uh, was stood next to me in that in that trip. Like he wasn't there, but he oh. was he was in in the caring, so, yeah, Carer sort of thing. And every time I looked like to my left, I could see his trainers, and I kind of knew that that he was there, and that, yeah. that felt felt comforting. Yeah, yeah, okay. That it was I, I kind of took that as a like you're you're not alone. And they were a key part of me probably like surviving a lot of those years too. Oh, hang on, so uh, is this real life, his trainers, or do you were visioning I was just trainers? imagining them, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah oh, right. really? Yeah, yeah. He, oh, wasn't, he, oh, wasn't. he wasn't there, sorry. He wasn't there. He was, he was part of the hallucination. Oh, yeah. wow. But you so just saw felt his like trainers like, knowing that. Yeah. Yeah, well, But I think there was another a sort of subconscious thing of going like, I know you think you've done it all by yourself, but mm. you haven't. Yeah, like the, you've had help. You've had support networks. Yeah, you've had support. Even when, even when it probably felt like you didn't, and you probably felt like the world was against you. Like the reason that the world wasn't against you and didn't fucking break you is because if you really needed it, you did have the safety net. When you yeah. think about the support you've had, mm. like I look at the other night, I rock up at ECC. Tori says good day, and he just asked me how I'm going. Yeah, not like how you going, like how's your day been, like how are you going, yeah. just checking up on me. I don't see Corey, uh, Tori very often. He's a fucking legend. Tori's and a fucking gem of a human. He is an absolute. But the people like that, yeah. like uh, I've got my best mates who check up on me regularly and stuff like that. But that was that's that's the sort of support that you forget. Fuck, you've got yeah. people like that who just yeah. say, "How you going? You're all good." Mm. And that was uh, that makes you feel good. And I guess that's sort of what you're you're forgetting that you've probably got people around you that you didn't realize you didn't do it by yourself. You actually yeah. had those support networks. Unknowingly, sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and then my parole officer checks up. <laughs> What's uh, and then so and did you see anything see different, anything or was yeah. it mum's come back for round two? It was pretty much mum's mum's come back for round two. Oh, did you, and no dad. No, no, fuck. Yeah. See. And then round three was it? Round some- round three was far more timid with the hallucinations as well. It was almost yeah. like my body had kind of gone like, now we're used to this now. Yeah. So it was still, there was still stuff, but it was, I mean, it wasn't as unpleasant as well. That's the other thing. Like these, these first two were pretty fucking, like I was just shaking afterwards. I mean, going back to my hostel after the first one, I just cried like a baby. Yeah. It was horrible. Was it a release though? Or was it just like a, yeah, I mean it was, but it was also like, I was just pitied myself. Yeah. Like had so much self pity. I was just like, Oh, woe is me. Yeah. Because the, Pro, the healing process hadn't started until much, I'd say like a week or two afterwards. Yeah. I think I was like on a boat in Brazil and I just started to like really fucking think about it. Yeah. yeah. So that's strange because uh, my friend that did it, she said hers was like eight hours and she was just, she could see py- like flying over the pyramid. She was part of everything and just. I really think it depends on your, like your approach. I was so skeptical as well. Like oh, so yeah. skeptical. And when, when it wasn't working, I was just like, this isn't a thing then, is it? Yeah. And then suddenly it's a fucking thing. But yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe if it's enjoyable, maybe if you're having it, yeah, like you're flying over the pyramids or whatever, you'll kind of hold on to it, like a lucid dream where you're trying to mm. go back to sleep. Whereas when I was when I was done, I was just like, oh, thank fuck for that. Like we're tapped out. Yeah. So it's one and done, like you, you've, you've experienced it. That was your- Well, it's served its purpose, right? Serves, yeah. As in, would I do it again? Yeah. I, I mean, look, I am interested in how it 
unlocks certain things in your mind that nothing else seemingly can. Mm. That does really interest me. I'm, now that you've done all that, it could be a cool thing to go and enjoy rather than... That's the thing, yeah. yeah. It might be. It Let's might do be. a hard yarns per, Peru trip, man. Like 100, so I'm, I'm so down because this There's is There's Aboriginal shamans that do it here too. Are they? Yeah. We're one of the only places in the world that you can do it as well. Have you well. got the hooker? I've heard that, yeah. I can, I can try and sauce. Yeah, yes. let's do it. Yeah. Man. Let's Mate, just do a let's local hard yarns. 100%. Here's the thing, and I don't know how it's done here, but I've, I've seen other places Places around South America where they do it, and they like I, I saw one. It was like a documentary, like you know, on the yeah. hunt for ayahuasca or whatever. Yeah, years after I did it, and the guy is drinking like liters of the stuff. Oh, He's yeah. drinking bottles of this stuff, and I was like, okay, I can already tell that it's not because the stuff I had is like a syrup. Yeah, right? it's like Coke syrup from the mm. you know from the post mix gun. Yeah, so it definitely wasn't drinking that. But I was thinking, if it's anywhere like the the taste and smell like I don't <laughs> you know how you're that drinking much that much yeah. you would just that's the thing that would make you vomit yeah. just having to drink that much of it what's and the because um, I, I know if, I can't remember who said it someone was like if Aboriginal people did have that after everything that colonisers have done to them they're not fucking sharing it with yeah well they with, don't want to yeah yeah. so what are the odds that three white dudes can can get you just, you just need the end <laughs> you just need the end and then they're like fucking let's go <laughs> let's go yeah, it's definitely something I'm very interested in doing Not yeah. I would the, love to do it locally because yeah, if yeah. you're born here yeah. it would almost be more be more to the land more and I, I mean I have to tell you doing it in a jungle surrounded by fucking you know ocelots and shit and the noises that the jungle makes at, at night time so is the, it's the most beautiful thing ever like yeah. it's fucking incredible well, so even um, like uh, just going uh, I'm, I'm assuming it'd be rural you'd have to go sort of deep bush or something like I think that. you'd They're, want to. You'd want to be able yeah, to look up and yeah. like see because the stars. Last night, no pollution. Literally last night. So I got home late last night from Meriden and it's only four hours, three and a half hours away. But the light pollution stopped, is a lot different. Stopped yeah. like half an hour out of Meriden. We're like, fuck, quick, need a piss actually. So yeah. quick piss stop, pull off on the side of the road and I looked up and I might have seen this earlier in my life that I can't quite remember perfectly, but fuck, first time I've ever seen like the Milky Way. Oh, it's amazing. I used to live in oh, so incredible. sick. I used to live in Baker's Hill. I used to work and live in Baker. When I first got here, I got yep. a job on a farm up in Baker's Hill. Mm. That's like less than an hour from here. Yeah. And you can see the night sky perfectly. Like, yes. yeah, you, every night the Milky Way just streaking across. Yeah. But I'd never seen the milky right. part of the in Milky Way. And I was, it looks like God's is, vagina. It's, it's <laughs> like this fucking beautiful slit. Alex, <laughs> I it's, just. Oh, I, I, what do you I have to only, say about that, God? <laughs> I can only imagine like what you'd be thinking and seeing if you were on ayahuasca and seeing these things. Or would you even see it? Would you? No, you probably wouldn't see it. No, not at the time, yeah. but like afterwards. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's so, so it's, nice. def- it's something. So I'm definitely very keen on trying. And then I mean, I, I know I put that post up the other day um, saying I'm ready to bomb on stage and stuff, and yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm through a lot of my trauma, but I know that deep down there's still a little bit of something. I don't know what it is but there's something not not right and I really think I need to work through it so I think that is something I can help I was thinking about doing a Mushroom. heroic dose we're doing, heroic dose of we're doing um, Dave Hughes is dealing with like chronic abuse being locked in yeah. a cupboard and you're like oh I didn't do well on stage yeah, 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 I yeah. need to do I yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, 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 I'd have a I'd, I'd have a, uh, a strange uh, feeling that it no, was be nothing to do with stage yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but there's something there there's, I don't know what it is but there's something I'm still not there's quite. so much there's so much to learn about about yourself from mm. doing stuff like that and maybe you got it from mushrooms too mm. but like I, I learned that like whatever the th- whatever the feeling that I have at the time is never going to stop me from doing the th- thing that I need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm 
if like on stage, like I'm I'm always anxious and nervous as fuck before I get on stage. Yeah. And if I can't overcome it, I'll just do the thing while I'm anxious and nervous. Yeah, yeah. But I'll still do the thing. Yeah. Mm. If I'm sad about something, hopefully I can get past it. But if not, then I'll just do the thing while I'm sad. Yeah. Yeah. Probably makes it better. Well, it's more, again, you just learn more from it, don't yeah. you? Because it, it, it's always impermanent. Like nothing's, you're not going to be that way forever. So mm, at yeah. some point you'll move past it. But if you let those emotions or experiences always get in the way, then you're going to end up doing fucking nothing. Yeah. Yes. Um, they rebranded um, the cheese to cheer cheese. Cheer cheese. Cheer. Yeah. Gareth McKeon. Oh, Ted Danson. Gareth McKeon's resent his thing. Okay. Oh, let's what? have it. Let's have it. Okay. Why is he listening right now? No, I, I message him saying, oh. can you resend? Just to break up. Hang on. Should we break up the seriousness of the chat with this? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Because I want to hear about your year on the street, man. Oh, as yes. As a 15 year old. Well, could that, yeah, okay. What I need a wee as, I need a wee as well. What do you want to do? Do you want to break it up? I'm fine. What do you want to do? We can talk about the thing. Um, I want to hear yeah. life on the street as a yes. 15 year It sounds scary as I fun. need to go for a wee. Please don't go too deep on it. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait, we'll wait Let's play the joke. Let's play okay, the joke. I want to hear the joke and then I'll go for a wee and then okay. you guys can digress. All right. Like a duck to hot water, Wayne Carey has found himself in more trouble, this time controversially stating that a substance found in his possession was anti inflammatory powder. The irony of this is that normally when Wayne Carey is around anti-inflammatory powder, it's in the handbags of young women to medicate them after he's recently beaten the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Well, it's, 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 probably, point. it's probably true. Yeah. yeah, you should probably screen those. <laughs> but Thanks. we're not going to hide the fact that Wayne Carey beat the fuck out of his missus and glassed her in the face. Yeah, in, in the States, eh? Hey? Yeah. 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 Good, 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 Gary. Gareth? Gareth? <laughs> Jesus so Christ. the winner of this week is Cody Lynch. Yes, that was great. <laughs> yeah. I'm going for a wee. Um, Do a wee and a poo. While we're, on, while we're waiting for it, boys, what, what should we make the next topic? <laughs> to, to joke on? Yeah. Like uh, child abuse. No. <laughs> <laughs> the um, pro-life pro or abortion because of the Hawthorne Footy Club thing? Or what do you have great jokes on so you can win it? <laughs> um, I have great jokes on everything, Delby. You That's know me. Yeah. Do it. Do 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 whatever you feel is uh, appropriate for your, for your listeners. Yeah. Probably the football thing, right? I think yeah, maybe the abortion one. Yeah, I like the abortion yeah, we'll one. We'll go. We'll go. Next week topic is abortion. Anyone that listens can can. Uh, is it just it abortion as a whole? As a whole. Oh, fuck Or a, as a three months, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so a, anything to do with abortion, pro-life, um, against life, submit your jokes. It's better if you do a voice note like Cody and Gareth did. Um, but if you want to write it, just write it in a, in a message to us because I quite like that. adds a little bit of flavour. I don't know. I, I, I think it's great that you play them like on air. Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes possibly that's going to backfire. Yeah, but it's funny if it backfires. Yeah. I think it's good content. Yeah. Yeah. Because how fucking awkward could it be? <laughs> if they're like, fucking, I fucked a dead baby. Like, what? <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> We're going to use this. Got to remember, though, shadow banning is a real thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this, we, if we don't upload that clip, yeah. all good. We won't be shadow banned from Spotify. And... If we put it as a full hour on YouTube. But I got kicked off Spotify just for talking about Shrek's dick too much. Are you serious? I don't know. They never gave me a reason. <laughs> <laughs> they never gave me a reason. What they do you mean? You oh, yeah, because you... So my, my old podcast, that yeah. was on, it was available on Spotify for a while and then they just took it down. Is that because you stopped putting it up? No, no, no. While I was doing it. 
That's insane. What? And a lot of the traffic was coming through Spotify as well. Because people were, the only reason I put it on there is because it was only on Apple and the host, which I think was Pod. Yeah, it was always been Podbean. Pod, yeah. And it was doing fine. Like it was, what the was numbers it were good. Just the, the, uh, the David Hughes podcast. Yeah. Very egotistical. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then, there was, you know, because with the social media thing, so many people were like, when's it fucking, when's it on Spotify? And I was like, fuck me, I should probably do it because this is negating from yeah. listenership. And I, and I did it and then it was up for about three or four weeks and then Spotify took it down. Did you, did was you it, review it or anything? I appealed it, I think, but like, I just thought, do you know, I was kind of like, fuck them. And this is kind of funny as well. Yeah. Because I was able to like, you know, double down on the whole, uh, for ages I was just like, Spotify can suck the back of my dick. Like I'll fuck them. You know Shrek's I mean? dick. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why they took you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit. This was afterwards, Jamal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so is that like- uh, How do you suck the back of a dick? Exactly. Like deep throat or yeah, you come you, from the other way? Well, I love, I love that because- it's the idea that you can suck the back and like neglect the rest. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to come in from the side. You'd have to come in from the side. Or and have a big mouth and a little dick and just lips. Yeah, lips on the very, on the very, very back. But not touch any of the rest. Yeah. So it's just more like a, yeah, that wouldn't even feel, I yeah, mean, but it always feels good because someone's For footage, danieldelby.com. <laughs> <laughs> but because you've For got- For <laughs> Dad, get out of here. So uh, the, uh, guy is it because cause you had so many uh, followers on Twitter yeah. and they all probably, a lot of them came over. You probably had a lot of listeners compared to us. So maybe mm. like that Spotify went, whoa, this cunt's fucking saying some pretty controversial things we've got to- About Shrek's dick, yeah. which we all know is important. That's, yeah, but that's the thing. Like I didn't touch on- the controversial stuff at all. I literally, oh. I, I basically decided that it would be fun to just sit down for half an hour and just talk about whatever the fuck was on my mind. Like and Bill Burr Monday. Basically, yeah, yeah, it was inspired by the Monday morning podcast. I thought if he can do it, I can do it because I'm just as good as him. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that's the format that I like. You know? Yeah. So I thought like, fuck it, I'll just do and that. And they just took and it down. Jump. Yeah. Fuck, how are we not being taken down? Oh, no. what, what, don't what? say that. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. What, what's, yeah, don't manifest it. Yeah, Jesus. What's, um, what was your best Shrek's dick joke? No, that's the thing. They weren't jokes. It was just, oh. I would, I would just, you know, basically like- Speaking of swamp donkeys. Just mull over <laughs> the idea of like, you know, I don't know, like what his cum would be like, or if his dick was, <laughs> the, dick was the same color as the rest of him, like that sort of stupid shit. Yeah. But yeah. What would his cum be like? I green? It, yeah, I think like white. Thick be green sl- milkshake. Like the Slime. Nickelodeon Kids Choice or <laughs> <laughs> Sticky Lodeon, boy. <laughs> Dickelodeon. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right. But oh that's weird. You guys are going to have to remove this. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll remove that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, fucking Jesus. Shrek's dick, eh? That's, I, surely he'd have white spunk. Everyone else has white spunk. I know, it makes sense, but I, I went with green. <laughs> I'm sure I went with green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely green. And on St. Patrick's Day, even deeper. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, so sectric. Let's do the life on the street, man. Fuck, we haven't had a homeless person on that we know of. So uh, maybe, maybe you've had more. You don't know. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. At fifteen, in which part of England? Southampton. Southampton. Is that rough? Nah, it's not yeah. that rough. And I knew everyone anyway. So. Yeah. So were you couch surfing or were you? Sometimes I would just stay at friends' houses, but that always did they all know that you didn't have no. a place? No. Wow. Which is why why it's that's kind of scary. difficult. I was at school as well at the time. And your parent t- teaches you. So I think my my head of year sort of knew. Yeah. He didn't really push it. Mm. Um, I don't think any of my teachers really knew. My attendance wasn't like, it wasn't dire. Like I went. That's crazy. You didn't even have a parent telling you to go to, go to school when you went. Because yeah, I got food when I went to school. Ah. <laughs> yeah. See, we don't have that at our school at, in, in, in 
public schools. Well, I was from a low-income family anyway, so I, I was getting like the free school meals. So yeah, so yeah. we don't have that. We get like breakfast club on a Wednesday morning where people donate and donate their time, donate food. We feed the kids. Yeah. Really? If we know that the kids don't have food, there's like you kind of invite them. Yeah. Like on the down low. Yeah. But there's not a public system that's like, hey, here's school, or like. You would still have healthcare as well, being in England, NHS. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's pretty lucky. Yeah. But but, um, but my my teeth were a mess because the snake. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's the thing. That was that was part of it. And her teeth I don't think were very good as well. Yeah. Probably a thing that ran in the family. I guess Isn't you mean, that a thing that runs in England? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one no one ever took me to a dentist. I didn't go to a dentist until about four years ago. That was yeah, the first, right. first time I went to a dentist because I'd already built up like the fear and everything. And luckily, the front of my teeth look fine. Yeah. So no one ever goes, oh, this guy's got like fucking. I've actually got. I was going to say, I've, never, I've got good this. teeth. Like you look at my teeth at the front, they look mm. great, but they were really bad at the back. So I've had to have them. Just holes in them. Yeah, I had them removed and then put the bridges and stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Way, well, way worse than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Well, that's just a couple I've got going yeah. on, but yeah. But, um, so mm. so you, you decide to pack it in. So obviously, we don't want to relive all your booze. So you're getting. No, we want, we want you to cry. Mount Irish? <laughs> yeah. So then you bail? Yeah, I mean, I'd been sort of beaten severely like a bunch of times, like way too many times to the point where I was like, oh, the next time, like I probably won't survive. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like how fucking dangerous can it be mm. to just not, you know, to live in a wherever? And at age 15, you decided that? Oh, 14? Let's see. Six, yeah, I was about 15. Fucking hell, that's nuts. What a fucking thing for a teenager that's 15 to decide that. Beaten. Next time I get bashed, I could die from the person that's supposed to be looking after me and whoever they invite in the home, that it's safer on the street where you probably might get in a fight once a year. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't get in any fights when I was homeless. Yeah. At all. And then while having to maintain the fact that you're not homeless to your friends. Yeah. Because when when you go through something like that, the worst thing that can happen is people find out how you live. Mm. That, when you're when like in, in your head, yeah. obviously it's not a real thing. Talk about it now, but I wouldn't have had this conversation when it was happening, or mm. even in the years afterwards, because the, the shame of it—that was the big thing. You know what's shame. crazy is one of your mates would have gone, "Bro, come and stay at mine. Yeah, yeah. come I crash know. on the couch." We took in my mum took in. We had like seven different kids live with us from when I was fourteen to. 18. Yeah. And as soon as we found out, mum would be, we were poor, mm. but mum would be like, get them here, put them on a couch, fucking put them on a mattress in your room. And my, my parents, my, my friend's parents knew like mm. to an extent, like I never told them, they never really pushed, but I was there for some meals and stuff and I would yeah. stay around probably more than, you know, is normal. Yeah. And they never questioned it. They never, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, surely they'd, you know. Probably just have thought, some sort of an idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They would have had some. Sort oh, look of at this idea. kid with no teeth. Yeah. Look, well, look, <laughs> look at this kid who, like, we've never seen where he lives. Yeah. He's been in our son's lives for like as long as we've known. Yeah. But, like, we've never seen where he lives. We don't know his parents. Yeah. We don't even know their fucking names or whatever. Yeah. Mm. And is it like a like your neighborhood? Was it a one where everyone knows it? Nah. Nah. So nah. it's all spread out. Yeah. So. So what's your first like, day on the street? What's that like? Is it was it first day on the street or first day at a mate's house and then you slept at the gym at your school or for the like the the first time like sleeping outside mm. was uh, made sure it was the summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is like Ed Sheeran's origin story. <laughs> is it? Yeah, he he went down and slept 
that rough for a year. Oh, did he? Yeah, don't know if he just from, decided um, to do it, but from Bristol or uh, I don't know. It was he went to London. Yeah, I, I think, think he's from Bristol. Mm. I think he's from Bristol. And he'd sleep on the train or he'd just sleep wherever, just, yeah. just because he wanted to play music, not because he was getting bashed. Yeah, but yeah, yours is a little bit more. <laughs> more more A team, the real life A team. So, <laughs> so the first time you sleep yeah. outside, summer must be, yeah, must be a life change. Well, not a life change. Well, you don't be fucking scary. You don't, yeah. sleep, you don't really sleep too much anyway. So okay. then, you know, yeah, adrenal like, glands would be fucking pumping. Yeah, everything is, and yeah. you know, you're just constantly thinking. You know, I, I remember having like my bag, like my school bag, mm. and we like whatever I had in it, I don't remember, it was fucking a long time ago, but I would just like fucking cradle that mm. and then be like, oh, you don't want to cradle it too much. You don't want people to think you've got something in there that's worth like being taken as well. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. other thing. Um, but I also just stayed away from like all the, the homeless spots around yeah. the city too. Like I stayed well clear of them because yeah. one, they just stink of piss. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, it, was, well, it was mostly that I just didn't want to kind of like admit defeat and like yeah. tap out. So I was just, you know, I'd stay in, um, we have a place called The Common, which is just like a big open like park stuff, but yeah, you know, just sleep on the grass there. It's kind of it's not even that bad. Mm. Yeah, like, honestly, yeah. it's not even that bad. Yeah. Water fountains, toilets. Uh, now I just use like a coat. Yeah. But, yeah. What about showering? Showering, I would do at school at um, my gym at school. Yeah, and because um, obviously you do pee every day, so I just do it there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't, didn't. You know, I'm young. I didn't shower every day anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you wash your clothes? Uh, that was tough. Washing my clothes was was tough, and uh, there was a pub that my friend worked in um, when he was he was a bit older than me, but it had a staff room with a washing machine in it, so I used mm. to use that sometimes. Um, and then when I knew how to get in as well, I just got up the back through the fire ex- fire exit into the staff room. I just washed them in there. Yeah, and then no one like really needed to know. How so. many changes of clothes did you have? Because if you've got a school bag, not a lot. Yeah, yeah, not a lot. Fucking hell, that's so fucking insane, man. What was the hardest thing about being that Food. Year? Yeah. Food. Would you ask people or were you too proud? Too proud. Never asked for anything. So you just stole it? Just stole shit. <laughs> Steal? Yeah, I stole How it. How funny like that? Just an apple or like- An apple, come no, on, man. As in like- It's a 15-year-old English kid. They don't even have fruit. <laughs> like small things, just like a, like bang, grab Yeah, it. just like, you know, sausage rolls and sandwiches and shit. Like mostly from um, service stations. Like I had a- f- yeah, I had a friend also called David who um, didn't need to, but he was just a fucking klepto. Yeah, so he would do a lot of it for me anyway. But there was, but there was a pe- Robin Hood they call him. Yeah, but there was a petrol station that he just knew all the blind spots to, and I would just watch him, and I was like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Like, there was places where cameras and mirrors didn't see him, so mm. he would just go to the thing. He had one of these like big sort of, I don't know what you call them, like windbreaker type jackets mm. with a zip across the top. Mm. You just fucking load shit in there. Maybe would go buy like one thing and leave. And he walks out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was your, what was your, um, I'm, I don't want to make light of a, a pretty horrific time, but what was your best thing you stole? What was the-, the Honestly, pre- chocolate. Anytime I could like steal, because who, who doesn't like chocolate? I still yeah. like chocolate now. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> if I get like a Twix or something, I was just like, boom, this is a good day. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, did you, like you didn't do any, like begging for money or anything nah. on the streets? No. Nah. Because just other, bash counts and took their wallet. The, wow. other, the other thing was, was once you finish school, and again, because my family was like very low income and we were getting like free school dinners anyway. Mm. But once, once, um, once I finished school, the, I went to college and college give you EMA or education maintenance allowance like every week. Well, or, is college like TAFE or is that like high school? Uh, how old, so, so, how old? so we finish school when we're 16 and then you go to college for minimum of two years to prepare you to go to uni. 
Does everyone do that? No, you can drop out of school when you're done. Where, 16 and then you're just done. Do you have a graduation ceremony at 16 from school to college or is it a natural transition from school to college? It's just a recommended transition. Like if you, you mm. take your GCSEs and turn them into A-levels and AS-levels and then you take them and you go to university. So you got good enough grades to do college or everyone goes to no, college? I had to, no, I had to reset a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So How did you prepare for that when you're like, didn't have anywhere to prepare that's, what, that's why my exams were so bad yeah like the, the only thing that I did well in was English language and literature yeah um, I've failed like science and maths I did fine in PE I failed history actually I failed all my humanities apart from RE like religious studies because I was just fascinated yeah, Jesus. I was just fascinated with stories that's, yeah. that's all it was so like yeah. Buddh- Buddhism and Hinduism and all that stuff and a lot of my friends as well are like from those backgrounds like yeah. Sikhs and stuff so, so that was interesting um but yeah, and then I, I, when I got to college, I wanted to do, I think, sports science and media studies. Yeah. And I didn't have the grades for them. So I had to have a sit down interview with them. And they, they were like, oh, if you redo, uh, I think they just made me redo maths, actually. I think they made me redo maths and then that was enough. And so. did you pass the second time? Nah. <laughs> so didn't get in oh no 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 well how do you make up for years of gaps no but when you by redo them um, you have to you retake maths while you're doing your first year at college oh, yeah. so like it becomes part you're doing GCSE maths that you would have done at school yep. you're doing GCSE maths while you're doing your like A-levels oh, yeah, yeah, yeah basically yeah, yeah. But, there's, but there's like a stipulation like you needed maths to be doing these courses yeah. so you better fucking pass they put you on a fast track as well so you only get like half the year to do it yeah mm. but I dropped out after the first after like I actually dropped out when the basketball season finished because that was the only reason I really wanted to go. I just wanted to play basketball. Because <laughs> at the time, that was like the one thing that I was really good at and that was like my vehicle. I thought like, if anything can save me, it mm. might be this. Yeah. Um, and it didn't. But <laughs> but I enjoyed it. And it was obviously like with team sports, there's a lot of camaraderie and stuff and I just enjoyed that element of it. So then once the basketball season finished, I dropped out of college, got a job. Um, and then I went to uh, went back to college in the second year because I just wanted to play basketball again. And still would not a place to live or had you found somewhere by then? No, I was fine by then. Yeah. Uh, it's was... so insane what some people can do, man. The resilience is insane. Mm. Nowadays, you can't even fucking tell a kid that he's, <laughs> you know, yeah. tell a kid that he's not doing well without him crying. Yeah. You're fucking, you're going to school when you're homeless, man. That's fucking insane. Yeah. College too. <laughs> and college. Yeah. Nice. Fuck. Mate, that's it's pretty, mate. That's something I had no idea as well, yeah, no, and I, I feel like I, I, I don't really talk about it much. No, no, we, and we we talk commonly. It's yeah. not like we're distant friends. No, it's like, like when there's no, there's never really a need to, yeah. you know, like bring it in. Or no, of course, conversation. You just at the pub. Just reminds me when yeah. I used to wash my clothes. <laughs> so <laughs> when you, like, no place. How does that? How does that? You're um, always to suck him off as <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> And if I was real good, you'd give me a Twix. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. <laughs> I used to suck the back of his dick. <laughs> For a Cornetto. <laughs> ah, mate. Fuck. Cornetto. <laughs> we used to uh, we used to play the game who could steal the best thing and there'd be points awarded. Yeah? Yeah, it was wicked fun. Uh, us, us, yeah, you've seen I got yeah. a Cadbury cream egg and that was the best steal of all to, time. You used to have a bit about that? Yeah, because yeah. the Cadbury cream egg was on the bottom shelf at where you pay yeah uh, no sorry on the top shelf oh, so right pay. there okay so right front so i was like how much of those and as he went down i've grabbed and then timed it as he put the head up put the egg in the pocket yeah. and then i think i still paid for whatever the That's, thing was that was the key and the like thing that my, my dave always did was he always bought something yeah and i was like well good for you cunt i don't have any money <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. I've uh, got this idea that if I was ever homeless, I'd buy, like, I said apples because I'd be like, they're so cheap. I'd just buy a bag of apples. You wouldn't yeah. buy them. You'd just go to the store and just munch. Well, I'd go and I'd definitely go beg. I'd if beg I, five bucks. If I was homeless, I would be doing mad crime. Yeah. I say that now, but because yeah. if the, what's the worst? You end up with somewhere to stay and fed mm. and for a petty crime. Yeah. Uh, and, and the best case scenario, you pull the crime off and you've got money or food. I, I did. But what was your? Yeah, I did a fair bit of bad stuff. <laughs> Oh, really? Can you share? Do you want to share? I can't really, no? Yeah, no, statue really. delivered. What yeah. about Patreon only? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then- I, Yeah, we're, well, we're going to have to leave that part out. Well, yeah, I, right. I guess the biggest uh, thing, when well, you look at homelessness now, the lack of cash in society it must mm. be getting tough. Right? I, yeah. I was thinking this recently because there was I was driving home from school with my kid and he asked me about a guy with a sign. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's homeless. And he didn't even know that homeless was a thing at that point. Mm. I was like, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was thinking exactly the same because I was like, I have no cash yeah. to give him. I have no cash. Ever. I, anytime I have cash, I give it to a, a homeless person. If, they, if I've got some spare cash, I'll yeah. pass them. I'll give them a bit, but- uh, yeah, I, I never have cash anymore. I despise the fact society is running. In Edinburgh, mm. I had perfectly good notes, perfectly good money, mm. and they wouldn't accept it. Oh, that happened so to me in New York. I'm like, this is fucking legal tender. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, you mean shops? Yeah. Pubs? Oh, shops. I thought you meant the homeless. No, 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 no. Oh. Everything is like, every like 80% of places is card only, and it was fucking infuriating. Yeah, that You've got the money. You're like, this is legal tender, yeah. and they're like, we don't take cash. I won. Like, um, what the fuck are you talking about? I yeah. won a thousand dollars at the comedy lounge for that real thing. Yeah, the sick. most viewed reel. What was it? What was it? Which one was it? I don't know. Oh, it was one that just what, one of my many. One of them. <laughs> now, were they, I can't. Yeah, I, I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. Hundred thousand views though. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to win again this month as well. It looks like because one's got seventy five, and everyone else between them have probably not even got ten. <laughs> anyway, I need, I need a gig more. But <laughs> the the thousand dollars cash is the first time I've had actual cash. So I just had it in my car and I was using it to pay for like petrol and stuff. I thought and you were going to say I was giving it to the homeless. I'd love to say I was doing that. Like, can we can we edit that? <laughs> I was just driving around flinging it at homeless people. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, nah, I mean I used to be homeless, but I fucking hate them. I piss on them all the time. <laughs> oh, at least suck me off for the sandwich. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, yeah. No, but having the cash, I was you know pay for petrol or stuff, and sometimes people be like, oh yeah, what do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah. it's fucking money. Yeah, yeah, yeah when we yeah. do the quiz and I got cash, I feel weird. I'm I like, love oh, it. I apologised Alleg- last time I gave someone cash. Allegedly, I'm sorry. Allegedly, we get cash. Allegedly, we get cash. Cash is the best because you don't have to fucking declare allegedly it. Declare <laughs> it or pay tax or GST. Mm. Um, if, if if someone pays in cash, no one does that for DanielDerby.com. <laughs> 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 Just for my sexual favours. Uh, um, but yeah, fuck, man. That's uh, it's fr- it's a big bugbear of mine is that they won't take cash. Yeah, so, I thought you meant homeless because I tried to do that oh, in New York. I yeah. tried to give a homeless person cash and they said no. Nah. Yeah. And I was like, mate, like it was Christmas day, New York City. It's fucking like, cold. It's you are, it, it was an elderly lady. And yeah. I was like, um, she wanted yeah, some like, dick. She was really like, like shaking and like cold. And I was like, here, here's 20 bucks. Like, it's just, just take it. And she was like, no, no. Well, maybe she wasn't homeless. Maybe she was just no, an I old just, lady that was no, cold. No, 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 I'd seen her. <laughs> Did she have a square? I don't no, understand. Yeah. No, I'd seen her um, uh, begging uh, on the corner before, but yeah. maybe that just made me think, oh, that they might be set spots where certain homeless nah, people can- nah, like, she no, no, no. probably was giving them her PayPal. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or but, she's probably and, either it's Christmas and didn't want it. Yeah. Lots of different but the, things. Uh, the, um, Did you look particularly down on your look? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe she's like, I can't, I mean, mate. I yeah. can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's uh, that that whole like um, no cash in society. Yeah. No people, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm sure this skit has been done. And if not, we're definitely filming it. Like, I've got no cash. Oh, well, I've got a little FPOS yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah. Has it been done? As a joke about it. Yeah. I think uh, Mike G or Amos do a joke about them pulling oh, really? that pay thing. Okay. Yeah, it was so funny because um, me and Max Shane ended up riffing one. Yeah. We were doing um, Who's Rhyme at um, fucking, what's it called? Um, Tuesday. Now, what a Charlie Moon's thing where we go freestyle. Uh, jam Jar. Yeah. Jam Jar. And uh, this homeless dude came up to me. He's like, hey, man, have you got 10 bucks? Yeah. And I was like, 10 bucks? Yeah. Ten bucks, yeah. like you lead with ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been asked by a homeless guy. I was like, I was flabbergasted. I was like, ten dollars, bro. Usually people go, "Have you got a dollar?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, ten. Yeah. I go, the fact that you asked, I do. <laughs> Here I was you like, go. Here's ten. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, yeah, man, ten. I was like, fuck, yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was so like shocked at that high amount. I was like, yeah, maybe yeah, he's man. done that in the past and it's worked like that. Yeah. And then Max Shane's like, man, next he's like, um, just excuse me, just wondering if you have any tips for the hot five hundred, <laughs> the top, the top, sh- the top shares. Yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, these cards are getting full brazen, man. Then pull out the ten bucks is fuck all now, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inflation. Yeah. It's fucking nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking. And because cost of living's going up, we're not getting any more money. Yeah, oh, I am for yourself. Fuck yeah. Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the most? Um, what was the most scariest or heinous thing that you've seen on the street where you're like, "Oh, this is," or was it just not bad? It wasn't that bad. It was more yeah. the stuff that I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to survive. Yeah. Um, did you get any girls, man? Could you pull when you had nowhere to live? Nah. 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 I didn't um, I lost my virginity when I was I think 18 or 19. To a homeless man? To a homeless man, yeah. <laughs> For a sandwich? No, I just I was and then he so said, fucking get horny. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I was so horny all the time. I think I walked into a couch and just bumped it and went yeah. done. Yeah, how do you wank when you're homeless? Oh, you have yeah. to do public yeah, toilets and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, That's wrong. The, feeling Randy. The real thing. <laughs> The real issues. Yeah. <laughs> the big issue. The real it's issue the big is, tissue. is nutrition and hygiene. Yeah. They just fucking go to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're just eating whatever you can. This is why I said I'll get, I'd get an apple. I would go to- <laughs> Do you know I'd, how I'd much- buy apples. I used to eat off people's plates when I worked at- Fucking cafe. <laughs> if I didn't have a job or food, I would just go to a cafe and fucking grab what's on that people's plates and eat it, man. Yeah, I didn't un- have a legal address for them to send shit to. I'd just be taking yeah. shit from everywhere. Yeah. The the fucking the amount of food that gets wasted on a plate oh, that's yeah, perfectly yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think if I didn't have that like any money or income, I would just be walking in, grabbing it, and walking out, mm. or at least like be presentable, trying to, because I know it's easier said than done. Yeah. But like, try and have a shower. Not stink, mm. walk in, grab some fucking food, and then fuck off. Mm. Yeah. Did you have lockers at your school? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that would have made it because I had a friend that was pretty much in the same situation. Like yeah. his family were junkies and stuff. He taught me a lot about life. Like I used to think it couldn't get any worse than my upbringing. <laughs> and then, right, he was the universal lesson. Yeah. Like, dude, at least you got, you know, a family that loves you, man. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he used to come to school and shower and put all his stuff in his locker. Same yeah. thing. So, yeah, well, it's all context. That's where um, Dave's first place was. 
Where? Just locked in a locker. Locked in a locker. <laughs> just upgraded from a I'll tell you, the Harry Potter thing was tra- traumatic. <laughs> when I watched that, I was like, are they taking the piss? Yeah. <laughs> where are my royalties? Fucking, fucking hell. Fuck. This episode has not gone where I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking very. Is there anything you wanted to discuss in particular? Um, Me or To you? finish on? Well, you. Oh, you. Yeah. You or. Uh, is uh-huh. it? Good. I've enjoyed talking to you, fuckers. Yeah, it's good. It's been good. Yeah. yeah. I think um, watching your progress over. Uh, especially as someone who watches a fucking shitload of stand-up comedy, either filming or just being around the comedy rooms. Um, well, don't judge me on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, no, was, Tuesdays was bad. But and it, I got a fucking judge him off no, but by that's the glass. What, no, I am judging did you. Did collector? I am. No, they, I, I had the, the brand new fucking joke and it was a short joke and it was the one as well that I went, oh, this is going to go well. Yeah. I know, you know when you have one, you go, oh, this will do well. Yes. Yeah. And then it doesn't. And it, well, no, it, it went oh, fine, it but like the setup got trampled on by the glass collector. Uh, yeah. And it's such a, it was... Um, and he was just uh, cleaning up after Wayne Carey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone got fucking bottled. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's uh, that's what I am judging you off that one because that I could see was just new material and it was great. Like it was as in you're workshopping oh, it, shit. But yeah, like the fact that it's there in that rawest form and you and you're starting there. That's where uh, he yeah, st- he he spilled a glass in the setup. No, it was like, you know, putting them away or whatever. Like, uh, I mean, you, you know ECC, it's just the bar mm, is too fucking close right and there. open and noisy. Yeah. So yeah. like any noise that happens just gets picked up. I fucking like, love the place, but it's hard for me to film because yes. I, I can get like three yeah. angles yeah. and that's it because I can't, it's hard to get some of the different parts of the crowd. And I love it because- Challenging to film. <laughs> you just make yourself do the new stuff. So I love it for that. And then I yeah. love it for, um, it's like the only other room that I can compare it to is- uh, the com- uh, Frio factory mm. in the sense that if something works there in both of those rooms it's probably going to work everywhere once you've like tightened up a yeah, bit. Yeah, and if yeah. it doesn't because mm. they give you no grace whatsoever so if it doesn't work in those two places you're like I just need and if it doesn't work at the gong <laughs> it's <laughs> it's never working anywhere um, but I won't judge you off any of that I'm just going to watch Peter Hellier's jokes and judge you off them I've got to imagine that a, an English accent has Uh-oh. written <laughs> <laughs> fuck perfect uh, is there anything you want to plug before we finish um, no not really no. Just, uh, yeah if you are feeling down in your luck, you could always invest in Lucky Duck Racing. Yes. <laughs> we, Have you got sponsors for it? Uh, we Yeah, we've got, yeah. Um, a sh- they've given us a, a 5% of a horse. And if any listeners want to jump in as well. What's that, like the end of the tale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if it finishes Just first, it. we get the end bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got literally from 1%. All the way up to like a fucking. I think one percent is about two hundred and fifty bucks or something like. Yeah. It's not much. It's not or, too much. Or no, nah. it's well, more it's about getting a free, uh, free day at the races yeah. where you come down with the owners with us. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Does. yeah, it's I'm pretty looking, cool. I'm that is cool. To that, yeah. yeah. But so how, how do people get that then? What is the? So you go to Lucky Duck Racing or hit us up, and yeah. we'll put you in touch. Mm. Um, so I think five percent, depending on the horse, it's like two or two and a half grand. Get on our one. Whole lot of Tasha. Whole lot of Tasha. Yeah, one percent will be like yeah, two hundred. Oh, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's we like should all. actually get those stats and yeah. <laughs> let people it's, know. It's not a lot. Oh, right, so people huge. buying into it like shares in a horse. Yeah, oh. yeah. And if it wins, you get a percentage yeah, okay, of the wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but really, it's all, it's about getting down like yeah. big crew owners day when it races. You, you're there. Yeah, you watch yeah. it. it would it's, be good to have a crew of hardy arms listeners and yeah. And and oh. all, all on that, all wearing arms. an t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> on that, uh, all of the hardy arms listeners and. Uh, that have been messaging me saying they want to be involved in the run. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Yeah, we're definitely getting that on board. Me and Stevie are finalising the details uh, 
Is what's today? Is it Thursday? Oh, yes. on Saturday. So on Saturday morning, me and him are finalising the details. We're going to test a few runs, and then we'll really get it out there. But thank you so much for a few people who have donated already: yeah. Bernsey and um, Paul Sanzoni. Some very generous donations. And we got um, Jamie McFarlane has, has offered to drive. Yeah, the full thing. One of the patrons to be the um, support. Support. Car, so that's, Car, so that's, yeah. that's par- slowly building slowly. Yeah, um, Nino's wants to run a few mates uh, from West Perth Footy Club. Well, Nino's run. fit because he's an umpire. Yeah, but he said the longest he's ever re- run is eight kilometres. Yeah, that's all right. That's still the, far. I think our short. <laughs> I think our shortest leg. Sorry, Delby, is like twenty. That's all right. Oh no, 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 fifteen. But that's the last leg. Okay, I'll run. I, oh, I can't do the last leg because I've got wedding. Well, the last leg will be like six to nine. Yeah, I've got a wedding, so yeah, yeah. I'll. Uh, <clears throat> oh, oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Whatever. Even I'd if I run half of a half of a leg, yeah. I can get 12 to 15K out pretty easy. I should be able to do 20. I'm just worried about having to go do the wedding mm. after yeah, I've yeah, yeah. done. Well, the run's going to be, it's going to be basically, and I can't remember if is I it said November it. 5th? Is that November right? 5th, yeah. Yep. And we're looking at-ish starting about 6 o'clock and I'd suggest it would take 15 hours. Could be less, but I'd say about 15 hours. And uh, we start at about 6. I guess that means we finish about 9 at Trig. And it's going to go from Canning Dam along the down the hills to Guildford. Uh, Guildford, we're going to go from Guildford along the Swan River down to Fremantle, from Fremantle uh, to Trigg. And that's the run. It's and for those of us who kind of want to do it but don't, is there a bus route for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are your feet going to fare any better this no, time? No, I don't think so. I don't think because your toenails so. fell off the last time. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember watching it on your Instagram, just yeah. going, "Oh, what the fucking fuck? no!" I got, when I put that, when I ripped one off on an Instagram, <laughs> I got so many messages. Fuck you! I'm unfollowing <laughs> you for that bullshit. I don't like feet, let alone yes, fucking. Yeah. yeah so uh, I don't think. They're going to fare very well because this would be more um, hard deck running. Yeah. And I think that's going to be more um, challenging on my feet. So I I'd loved- say I'll probably, instead of losing three, I might lose. Mm. I love the podcast after you did it. Oh, where yeah. you were talking about like your poor the preparation. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, it was on the Reapers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was, no, they, they on here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. And Whitey got obliterated. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. realize in, in, in um, hindsight, I didn't realize just how fucking hard a feat it was until. <laughs> Whitey was just like, mate, I don't think you understand. <laughs> like, it's a fucking long way. So uh, now I don't need, mate, I, I'm, I'm a lot more worried about mechanical failure when I say mechanical, like body shutting down in mm. certain ways. Not not my mental or yeah. um, perseverance of finishing. I'm far more worried about mechanical failure. Well, I think you'll get it done either way because at worst you can walk yeah, and but, it's not sand. But that could be. Twenty hours. That could be a yeah. long, that could be a long mm. walk. So it, it'll be a challenge. But uh, we need I'm to pick a day where I can try and do it with you when well, I don't have yeah. fucking well because I'm weddings. I'm, I'm just really worried because I've actually prepped in regards to weights and a bit of tr- running similarly, a little more running, but this one weights and leg prep I've done. Yeah. But I'm just worried. Fuck. What if I'm imbalanced? And like by not doing a proper program and doing it all correctly, I've actually just you're gonna fucking lo- find out. Yeah, yeah I've, <laughs> like, I've loaded up my fucking hammies too much, and yeah. now my calves well, break you down be or something. Using you know, our semi quasi sponsor AI Health. Yes, I mean, yeah. I'll get, well, Corey keeps saying, mate. You're a fuckhead. Yeah. Like uh, you've been saying this for shoot. three months, and you still haven't come to me for a fucking program. You could have been doing a program. Well, he also time. said you weren't going to finish the ultra. So yeah, fuck you, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, awesome. But uh, uh, aside from that, thank you to the listeners who have gotten back to us because that's awesome. Yeah. Cheers. So.
Yeah. Right. Thank you, David Hughes, for sharing your story. Thanks yeah. for having me. It's been a fucking pleasure. Fucking love can Cheers. Cheers, can't. Uh, yeah, so future gigs, October oh, yeah. 2nd, Who's Rhyme? Oh, yeah. Please support that and teach your comedy night teach October comedy. 5th. Which is on our website. Tickets to that one. Fuck yeah. Did Sick. you know that? No. Your Thanks. tickets to your show are on our website. That's amazing. Where, I'm a clever you? little boy. Yeah. So where check is, out hardyarns.com. Where is Who's Rhyme? Because you... At a couple of different locations recently. Yeah, you? Elford, this one, the Elford Hotel. We cancelled the last one because they moved to Brownlow. We had three pre-sale, oh, yeah. um, so it wasn't a good lead up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Hard Yarns. Hard Not yarns. the Hard Yarns podcast, the hardyarns.com. Yeah. Oh, I did have a great story about- um, Or danieldelby.com. Youngie for any cashing out a $25,000 winning bet. What? On Crips. Youngie, Darren Young, cashed <gasps> out $25,000 winning bet. He had on? T- he had 10 bucks on Kerno for m- Coleman. Yep. Dacos for Rising Star. Mm-hmm. And then Crips for um, uh, Brownlow. How much? Paying 25 grand. And he's like, what do I do? I'm like, dude, ride it. Cash like, out ride on? Ride it out. He Cash- cashed out for $1,900 during, oh! during the count. While he was leading. Round seven. Or round 10, he cashed out while he was leading. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? And yeah, he won. So he cost himself 23 grand. Fuck. Yeah. Those Northampton boys, mate. He's Northampton? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The footy players. Oh, yeah. yeah. Crips, Crips, Kennedy, Lacroix. Guns. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Cheers. Thank you. Wicked. Woo. Hey,